I'm a problem to niggas. Pop artillery to carp and it's with them. Starving to hit them. Spar with a nigga. Just watch, I'ma kill them all in a minute. It's the ticket dodging. Aristocrat. New bitch whip with the system slaps. Mr. Slide in this skimp the sack. Nigga hit the function with a pick and axe. Miss me with the bullshit. Right here, right here. Got a pesto black shit. That shit got a young nigga Velcro stuck. While your bitch go down when the cess go up. Hard as armed services. Y'all might have heard of them. Barbarian best call the lawyers Brother, brother, broad area Know the squad loiterers Not with the grain in these bitch niggas' wishes Dealt with addiction Fell for the bitch with the pale butter skin Who just packed in Dipped in the land of the rentless Stand with my chips in a stack and a grin Fuck, fuck em. Hey, fuck two dope boys, fuck not right, and any other fuck nigga ass blogs that can't put an ATO nigga making his own fucking beats, covers, videos, and all that type of shit. Fuck all you post Drake, cliche jerking, LA slossing ass, fuck nigga ass, hype beast niggas. Now back to the trivia. Yeah, running fucking trizzes here, nigga. We out here capturing the spirit of our youth, dog. A whole bunch of hooligans, nigga, breaking in cars, breaking fucking windows, spray painting the logo on every fucking thing. Ain't a purse I won't dig in, nigga. Ain't a bitch I won't talk to, nigga. Yeah, guess what? Whether I'm one by myself or I'm with my nigga, somebody's getting fucked up. You know, the most dangerous podcast known to man, nigga. Yo, run your pockets, man. Uh, I'm inside nigga shit, dog. Money uh, is everywhere, boy. uh, It is what it is. You can't. Stop the train, nigga I'm out here with my niggas I'm out here with my bitches, dog Every 40 getting drank, dog Every blunt getting fucking smoked I won't touch the blunt unless it's laced That's how I'm fucking living 2000 fucking 10, 2011, nigga 2012 in his Johns 2012? Yeah, 2012 in his Johns, nigga What the fuck that niggas thought? Bang, bang, choo-choo train Wind me up and watch me do my thing I don't care what y'all believe in, but y'all better pray for Haiti, you bitch-ass niggas. This is Trip Set, doing a tribute for golf wings and... What type of time we on, nigga? Right now? Right now, nigga? Right it's now. that 2012 shit, right? 2012, dog, so on that tribute. Shoot me, nigga. Walk a flock of flame the fuck up. Double gripping two McChickens in an orange high C, nigga. After I just smashed your bitch, hitting the raw Dino, you Spicy hit me? Spicy McChickens at that. Dropping off raw Dino in your bitch, boy. 2013 shit, and your bitch loved it. Ask the state troopers about Toledo, nigga. Uh. Me and wifey split the Goldie for local right before I had shorty ass naked in a Cobra clutch. And I dropped the blue pill in that motherfucker. Lord of Squad gang shit, nigga. Fuck is you niggas saying my niggas is taxing the eighth right outside of the marathon on Gresham right now, nigga. Uh. This that 2012 shit, you punk motherfuckers. You scared of that? Trish said LinkedIn with all type of niggas. This shit is the reason why your older sister can't get a blood clot every time her nose bleeds. Come on! Fleece gang, polo god, big dick billionaires, nigga. <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas talking about that was us in 2014. Low Noels and Westside Twy, fleece gang, polo god, big dick billionaires. Local Fuck domestic terrorists. Ask your youngest auntie about us, nigga. Every time your auntie see us, she runs her tongue in the inside of her bottom lip to warm up her mouth when she see us. Us, nigga. She wasn't an auntie there. That's 2015 shit, nigga. More leather than Mussolini out this motherfucker, nigga. Fuck is you talking about, bruh? Lord the Wells, bless the mic for golf swing one time, nigga. If I get mad, I'll be drunk.
Triz dog, yeah, deep is not three to four. Deep is like 30 niggas, man. All of them keeping score. Damn, All y'all niggas rodents like Alvin and Theodore. Mm. You know what I'm holding. What the fuck is you reaching for? Mm. I see you want your life, but nigga, I need it more. The first time I saw 10 ounces, nigga, I sent me a more. The mm. sweeper, it ain't for chore. Way heater like it's couture. Bust the Yui like unemployed. Spin the block like you can't avoid. Extra dicks like Sigmund Freud. Mm. <laughs> Hey, that's a psychological boss. <laughs> that's a psychological chance. Okay. I'll tell y'all niggas what. It's the bully year, and we are celebrating Black History Month different. I don't care where you stay. I don't care what you look like. I don't care where your mama from. Yeah. I don't care who your daddy is. I don't care what features you have. I don't care what shade you are. I don't care what textures you have. I don't care how you speak. I don't care what you eat, what music you listen to. I don't give a fuck how you dress. I don't give a fuck what a motherfucker told you about you. If you black, be proud to be black. There's been so much government funding spent on departments and organizations with the sole purpose of creating an environment for you to feel ashamed that you are black. They make you feel like in order to succeed, you got to let go of the nigga that they see in you. Mm. They claim how we speak is unsophisticated. They claim how we dress is uncivilized. They claim how we look is unnatural. And they claim how we behave needs rectifying. But one thing that they never want to admit is how much they need us. Mm. Because we all know if black people disappear today, every facet of American culture will fall apart. So be proud of who and what you are and be proud of everything that we have done with so little. And going into the future, just imagine what we could do if we were all truly equal. I'm not saying greater than. I'm not saying better than. Just as much as they have. And with that being said, hey, young world. It's your favorite cousins. Yo, die. It's the Running Trist Podcast. The most dangerous podcast in America. Trisset, 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 what? Noelle. The bad boys of this podcast shit. More money, more murders. The best two man squad in the league running a train on podcasting. And hopefully by the end of this episode, we're going to be running a train in your heart. Y'all niggas know what the fuck we are, boy. Big nasty shit. 140 of them, you know I ain't playing with nobody, dog. And for this next part, dog, uh-huh. should I flex for the folks, dog? Humble on me, how the f- I'm saying? Should, should you Humble on me had a flex for the f- Nah, I don't, I don't think you should flex. What's a bar, bro? How many crystal balls can I buy on own? Humble on me had a flex for the folks, right? So shit like that. Mm-hmm. Should I flex for the folks one time, nigga? I think you should flex, big dog. Should I flex? I think you should flex, big dog. If you came here for the most potent and thought-provoking commentary in the rap podcast category, filled with topics to boost your mental health while speaking on the culture, past and present, but also, this is the first episode of Black History Month. Yo, you feel what I'm saying? Yo, B, I think, I think it's time for a doctor, dog. I think we need a doctor what right you mean? now. I don't, I don't think they're ready for the flex. I think we need a doctor right now. They B. need a doctor? They need a doctor. I am Dr. Francois Dubois, delivering the good word to inform all you scared Negroes of the power you refuse to embrace. Mm, don't be scared. This is the first installment in the Neolithic Negro Newsletter. <laughs> 
For the entire month of February, we'll be discussing today's mathematics, my ah. brother. You hear what I'm saying? I hear you, V. The supreme mathematics. The value of the number four represents culture and freedom. So within this episode, inshallah, we'll be discussing these values and how they associate with the contemporary rap culture that also dignifies and solidifies the construct we attribute between us to mean us. Mm. Did you catch that, my I, brother? I caught that, Vidal. Brother, did you catch what I, I just caught said? that, doctor. Good doctor. We are going to associate the contemporary rap culture that dignifies and solidifies the construct we attribute between us to mean us, brother. Whoa, the doctor spitting right now. The very system that is this rap culture within itself, unequivocally, without a shadow of doubt, that Yakub cast upon us. Ergo, we unmistakably and unambiguously to the bonds that hold us together, my brother. Ooh. I want to let everybody know happy Black History Month. The collection plays going to be going around. All praises are due. Keep this in mind for the rest of this episode. The number four, are you for us or mm. are you against us, my brother? Would you rather be Cheddar Man or Cheddar Bob? Ooh. If you hear what I'm saying, brother. I'd rather be Cheddar Man. You hear what I'm saying? Again, I'd brother. rather be Cheddar Man. <laughs> Price of the A still going up in this motherfucker, man. <laughs> Black history month. Black history. We overcharging niggas for what they did at Chappelle's show. Mm. Last episode, you said it was a quick and humble 850 for the eighth in Detroit. I see what you did for the 850s. You, you got for us, yeah. 50 for y'all. You know what I'm boom, saying? Boom, 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 boom. But this is a tribute episode for our futures and them. You know what I'm saying? The golf wings and the bacon boys, loader squad, and all that other shit, my niggas. So What's the price of the eighth for Los Angeles? Right now? I see it more like what's the price of the eighth for Black History Month, my nigga. Speak on it, man. Shit, we started so this shit off. Than, we, yeah. we're talking bigger it's than bigger LA. It's bigger than LA. It's bigger than LA. Ladera Heights and yeah. Lemire Parks and them shits and Crenshaw. Black Beverly Hills. Yeah, speak on it, man. Shit, right now it's going to be easy, easy. Yeah, from uh, uh, what, what smoke you say? From Western uh, Normandy out of this yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger than that. Bigger than that. That's what Lona Well says. Yoda. This episode <laughs> is bigger than LA. Nigga, <laughs> what the Crips got going on over there? Okay, speak on them, man. Should we start yeah. this shit off with an easy thirty five hundred for 3, Black History? Yeah, thirty five hundred dollars. Thirty five for Black History. For Black History, to the eighth, nigga. You know what I'm saying? If you buy twenty wave caps right now, you mm. get an eighth free. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Niggas will like that. Yeah, for sure. They not complimentary though. Yeah, not at all. Uh-huh. You gotta pay for each. And you every gotta one. pay for each and every. And they gotta be a different color and different sizes. Oh yeah. So I ain't trying to make the rules. Sorry, well, sorry. We just the supply enforcing. we have. You taking whatever twenty I can to you. Yeah, you feel me? Nigga, like yo, it's like being at the corner store. You ask for candy. How you am I get, supposed you, to get? You don't get to pick behind the corner. Nah. Nigga, I'ma hand you the candy. You give me the money, give you the candy. Don't ask me about the flavor, my nigga. They don't see the finesse. Yeah, fuck out of here. That's There's only five used, colors. That's how they used to do us and Broward, nigga. Whatever. <laughs> but if you came here to listen to two cousins that will play songs from women by Frank Ocean to uplift these beautiful black women. Edify the spirit of every queen listening. In mind, body, and soul. But at the same time, uh-huh. we'll play pre by Earl Sweatshirt for the sweet talking to these bitches. All these skis and harass like to do that nasty Big shit. Nasty, like nasty, to be told bro. to shut the fuck up shut every the now fuck and up. again. Shorty, shut the fuck shut up. Shut your mouth. Shorty, shut the fuck up. Put your lips up. together. Maybe Joe Buttons was right. Because Shorty tells me she want to listen to pre. 
That bitch might line me up to get back door, my nigga. <laughs> His man is set up. You know what I'm saying? Dealt with addiction. Fell for the bitch with the pale butter skin who just packed up and dipped in. This nigga girl was spitting my life. I ain't know it. I had no idea. We all got the same demons. We are here to provide that high quality content and to really figure out is it Uchiwali or one mic? But in today's case, is it couch or swag me out? And if you was around in 2011, yeah. you know what I'm saying? What's up, all you had? Me and Twan on that full time. Gang, gang, gang on that full time. Gang, gang on that full time. Gang, gang on that full time. Yeah, if you sat down on that, if you only knew and went down on that full time. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already know what the fuck going on. I am the Broward Bully, your part time activist, part time gang enthusiast, aka Almighty Twy, aka Twy Dollar Sign, aka the Jared Leto of the ghetto, aka Talladega Twy, the real pretty Ricky, aka Flirt McGirt. A.K.A. The Little Spoon Goon A.K.A. Lullaby Twy If you roll my boat You will wake up wet A.K.A. Jedi Twy I'm from the west side of the force A.K.A. Twalito Valentino I'm known to be fashion late A.K.A. Shampoo Jones You know why they call me right? Why, why they call you Shampoo Jones? Because my voice stay in your bitch ears But y'all can call me West Side Twy And I'm one half of this dynamic duo And I'm here with the New Jersey Devil the poster boy for black sociopaths My cousin and confidant The Farrakhan of marijuana Human PCP in the flesh He's the reason you find a Fendi print Do-rag under your BN's pillow But this episode I guess is donut print You feel what I'm saying? A legend in two games Tax fraud And bootleg Odd future mixtapes Which mixtapes you got in your trunk my nigga? Yeah man we gotta start it off with the original OF tape Speak on it God yeah, we were all you the, got in there, cut. Come on, you see, we got yeah. we got radical in the tuck. What about uh my boy Damo with the No Idols, him and uh, Alchemist? Yeah, I tell I you, need you, that you already know. Elimination, uh, yeah, the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, that's on that Trump boy speak on it. I tell you what, I don't got. But you can know, yeah. I don't got the Dina tape okay. or the Dada tape. Goddamn. Yeah, I don't got that. Goddamn, you got doors on that Jones. <laughs> the the doors tape. Come on, V. Yeah, I'm saying. Come on, V. Bastard. I got the one with the verse from uh, what's his name, Brandon uh Brandon Deshawn. Oh, you got the unreleased joint. I got the unreleased one. Yeah, the Bastards. original version. The Bastards, nigga. Yeah, I feel that shit, man. <laughs> what about uh, Fliff? Um, what's that? The Fliff? The Fifth F- Echelons? Fifth Echelons with uh, Super 3 and them niggas? Mm. What about uh, Mellow Hypes and them? You got the, you got got the yellow Hypes, tape? And I got Mellow High. You got Mellow High in that joint, yeah, too? Boy, you what? You see it. Okay, Dama. Shit, we talking about Dama. You got Rolling Papers in that joint? Come like? on. A classic, nigga. Yeah. Yo, da. You got Goblins with, with the unreleased. Nah, I do, Brandon, I, I, do not, I do not have goblins. <laughs> nah, I need goblins, yeah. nigga. Goblins, goblins is not enough. I need the goblins, nigga. Yeah, Speak me. on it. Due to uh, certain F, what's it, FCC violations, uh-huh. you can't get a goblin anymore. Bro. Not in print. As soon as Slamadon is over, dog, uh-huh. we're having a little soiree. Just me, you, and some shorties coming over, right? Yoda. And you know shorties love the internet, dog. Of course. Please tell me you got ego death in the tuck, boy. You already Please know. Please speak to me, nigga. I thought we was going to start it off with purple nigga ladies. Speak, you know what I'm saying? He got cocaine in my system. Nigga, speak on it, guy. He's smoking dust, but he said a black boy white folks can trust. Lone Noel, speak to him. Nigga. Yo, dog. It's your boy, Lowkey Noel, a.k.a. the Hood Grief Counselor, a.k.a. Zanny Tanner with a full house of the bars. Rest in peace to that white man. Um, AKA the low is your shepherd. Yeah. AKA I like to introduce a new AKA, the Fennanan handyman. I got the right tool for the right job. Okay. Okay. I like that. 
Holy shit. <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll, hey man, I'm fine, bro. I'm with you to the wheel. For, uh, there's no wheels on the train, is there? Those are just rails. Nah, they got wheels. They got them spinny johns. Yeah. This, the, the I'm, I'm with you the to the spinny johns fall off. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Episode 140. And I figured this obviously got to be the podcast version of when Tyler won a Grammy. Why would I say that? No. Because if we won a Grammy for podcast, it's going to be for Urban Category? For Best best, best Urban Podcast? podcast? Yeah, I'm with it, man. <laughs> I'm with it. I'll be dressed like... Uh, uh, the dream did was stand next to hole next to hole and he had a fresh out the swap man had a um a wave cap that said nigga across like nigga please or some shit across the belly yeah, or some shit. Let me get the bedazzled nice um <laughs> untitled album suit nigga, with man. the big ass and across my back. Boy, you wild as hell for that, man. But I want to say that we wasn't the biggest our future fans back in the day for the music, mm-hmm. but we were definitely big our future fans for the brand. Yo, though. I'm saying I peep. Way back in the day, like these niggas were branding and marketing geniuses. G-shit. From a creative aspect, I've been had love for these niggas since 2011. It was just the first time I saw one of them. We're gonna talk about it. Yo, that. So I figure Tyler the Creator won a Grammy, and this is the same nigga that ate that roach, my nigga. That nigga ate a roach, dog. That nigga threw that, that shit up. That nigga ate a roach and then he hung himself uh-huh. in the music video, right? And all over print panties. And my whole thing is. If you was planning on hanging yourself, mm-hmm. why you eat the roach, man? <laughs> <laughs> why would why would you eat the roach, man? I guess to make it. That's like you know I'm saying that's the the hood equivalent would be, bro. Y'all niggas was planning on shoot me. Mm. Why did y'all jump me before? Yeah, why y'all the fuck sh- y'all jump me before you pop me? Yeah. Either you pop me, or you jump me, yeah. nigga. Goddamn. Don't do both. How don't do both. How y'all gonna wear my ass out and then shoot me in my head? That shit don't make no yeah, fucking sense. Fuck? Fuck y'all niggas for that. Man, like, just pop me, dog. Yeah, don't just, jump. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> chill out. Chill the fuck I out. I got a one admission ticket. I'm either gonna get yap or I'm gonna get jump. packed the yeah, fuck yeah, out. Yeah. I ain't doing a two, two for. You nah, know what I'm saying? I pop myself if I knew y'all was gonna do this. And speaking of popping niggas, I wanna send a big shout out to these brothers, Alejandro and Christian. Trevino, mm-hmm. these young niggas beat their stepfather to death for molesting their little sister. Man. Oh, big shout outs to y'all young yeah, boys, man. Saying, shout out to these niggas. Shorty was only nine years old, dog. Yeah. Nine years old, and put, this old fucking. Put that nasty nigga in a pack, man. Yeah, that nigga gone. That yeah. nigga 42 years old, bro. Yeah, fuck that so nigga. So what they man. do, you know what I'm saying? Send them up. Send them to that upper room, nigga. Fuck out of here, boy. That nigga's not in the upper room. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. <laughs> Set that nigga to hell. Set the hell. Set that nigga to hell, man. Shout out. Free the uh, Trevino brothers. We doing this shit for y'all. You know what I'm saying? And any of you old, nasty, fucking, perverted ass, sexually deviant, motherfucking, molesting ass motherfuckers, what we got to say, bro? And we going to be speaking to you niggas if you know somebody doing some nasty ass shit with they old ass hands and fucking corrupting these little girls and shit. What we telling them? Uh, right now, we tell these nasty, molesting, predatory ass, fucking, no permission, no consent. Nine years old. Old, bro. Nine years old, fucking monsters. Hey, nigga. keep your hands to your motherfucking, motherfucking self before we take those motherfucking hands, nigga. Keep, keep your motherfucking, motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. No rapists. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking self. No rapists. No rapists. What you got, man? I need you to walk with me on this one. Like Sheik, bro. I'm like Sheik Lucha this drum. 
<laughs> Wherever you go, <laughs> my dear, bro. It's my Aqua Eights with your Air Maxes. You know what I'm saying? In the sand. You can tell who took yeah, what step, Lil Noel got his Air Maxes in the sand. Got my Aqua Eights. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Speak to him. I still believe in hands. Bitch boy, you about to die. Okay. That shorty said, don't kick it. Still, you tried to stick Mm-mm. it. I wonder why you try. Okay. Please don't try. Please don't try. Please don't try. Please don't try. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I, uh, okay. It sounds familiar, uh-huh. but I'm not catching it. It's, say it again. Well, what is it? Now, tell me what it is. Don't do it again. <laughs> uh, what you doing? Frankie Waters, we all try. Out of all the songs you could have did, yeah. you could have did literally anything else. We all try. We all try to do what? We all try to stop these niggas from being emotional. Keep your motherfucking hands to your motherfucking selves. Those unmoisturized, crusty, musty, and dusty ass mitts. Keep them johns in your motherfucking pocket. Yo, duh. Failure to comply with getting at least two forms of consent will result in what, my nigga? Niggas getting packed up. Shout out to the Trevino brothers, man. We out of here, boy. We- yeah, yeah, be gone. I'm you, Alejandro, out this joint this yeah. episode. Fucking yeah. insane, boy. I got the spirit of a mimi. I ain't playing with no, but these niggas are still here with us, bro. Yeah. So, you know I'm saying I can still have their spirit of me. Okay, let's keep these niggas. So, yeah. freedom, boys. I'm saying, freedom, Kaka, freedom so guys. This was real life, and these are not raps. I know these our future niggas were saying wild shit for the sake of being wild, yeah. but don't let your goofy ass be doing no real wild shit in real motherfucking life. Just because it's demon time does not mean it's demon time for you. Here at the Running Trips Podcast, we practice consent with emphasis, and we do not condone taking advantage of women physically under any circumstance. This is episode 140, a tribute for our future. We're going to be talking about the cultural impact and the influence on how these young niggas are doing young niggas things before any other young niggas was really doing it before young niggas were formed. You feel what I'm saying? Yo, and we're going to be talking about each and every one of the things I have prepared. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We ain't going to be talking about everything. We're going to be talking about everything that I prepared, prepared for yeah. prepared for us to yeah, talk nigga, about. You see what's on the table, nigga, don't ask no questions. If you're a first-time listener, Running Triz is a safe haven for emotional, mental, plus spiritual growth and all the other type of fuck shit to all my real niggas in the field. Protect your spiritual handline. Mm. And to our queens... You beautiful, sweet, 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 sweet queens. Mm. <sighs> Your queens. What we doing? We, we, we oh, yeah. Uh, don't sacrifice. Bro, I'm slamadons, bro. I'm, yeah, I miss the warmth. You feel me? <laughs> the warmth. The pulse. <laughs> don't sacrifice your spiritual edges for no nigga. Get your spiritual toothbrush and let the universe lay your edges down in peace. And give me about... I think 72 more days and you can lay my edges too if you know what I'm saying shorty. lay each other's edges man. And then we can lay each other's edges you know what I'm saying shorty <laughs> and may whatever God or Christ you pray to lay our edges between us you feel me mm-hmm. may the Lord witness Yoda. and it's a new month <laughs> it's a new month February breath storm what is it bro please tell me some freaky shit man. <laughs> you were wild as fuck <laughs> Please tell me it's some freaky shit, man. I mean, it's as freaky as you want it to get, man. February's yeah, birthstone. That's, that's is, uh, the title of Jack, Janet Jackson's new album. Yeah, it's as freaky as you want it to get. What is it, man? Amethyst. Amethyst. Yeah, that's the go-to, John. Yeah, that's the that's go-to. That's my favorite color, too. 
Oh, shout, out, shout out to the Amethysiac dog. Yeah. What's she you know, that's in? Shorty's favorite stone. Every time yeah. Shorty start a crystal collection. Can you make an egg out of it? Come on, V. You can, you you, egg you it can, out? You, you can egg it out. My, uh, okay. But you need more than one bitch, though. For sure. That's a fact, man. When I did my Googles, it said that. Manitrips podcast, new merch on the way. We're going we're gonna to have uh, Yoni eggs with our initials scribbled on them, John. Yeah, V. You know Hand scribbled. <laughs> <laughs> Hand scribble. Do whatever you want with that shit, shorty. Do it for me, please. Yeah. 71 more days. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Inshallah. I did my Googles about the amethysiac, and it said the amethysiac had the idea of maintaining a solid and sober mindset. So that's specifically for the birds who like to drink their wine, mm. grab their blunt, grab their amethyst, and start thinking about all the negative shit I've been doing. You doing it at the wrong time, man. Good intentions is not an achievement. Nah. Just because you mean well don't mean you can do whatever the fuck you want to do after. Nah. So keep a clear head. At all times. At all times. And also, thank you for listening. You could be doing anything else in the world, but you celebrating Black History Month with two strong black men. You feel what I'm saying? Look at I my like back. that shit. Look at my fucking back. Don't touch it, though. Don't touch it. What up to the twi having a low heads? Run a check or run a motherfucking fame. Yo, nah. If you love Tristet, support Tristet. Show love by. If you see that motherfucker, retweet that motherfucker. Uh. Go to the podcast apps. Drop the rates. Five star, please. Nothing less than that. Go to the little review section. Type some kind words for you. Know what I'm saying, niggas. Mm-hmm. Like and comment. Help us keep this motherfucking shit, train shit. ruined. For real. And run your mouth too. How else motherfuckers gonna know about it if you ain't running your mouth? If you being quiet and shit. We are running it up for Black History Month. And look at you celebrating it with running treads. Mm. The brand you can trust, honoring those that came before us, and providing information for those who will come after. Like we supposed to, right? Yo, duh. The brand is as dangerous as it's ever been. And motherfuckers need to know that shit. So please... As humbly, pleasant, and as black as a nigga can ask. Run your fucking mouth, nigga. Run your fucking Run mouth. Your mouth Talk nigga. about this shit, man. Speak on this shit. Run your mouth, Run nigga. Run your fucking mouth. This shit go out to everybody going to a HBCU. Run your mouth. Run shit. your fucking mouth, man. I ain't trying to hear about your lying brothers. I'm not trying Run to hear about your lying sisters. Ass. I'm not trying to hear about none of that shit. Yeah. I'm okay. Trying hear, I'm trying to hear about y'all sisters, though. You yeah, know what I'm saying? saying? Run your mouth, shorty. Pink and blue. Speak on I'm it. I'm trying to hear about all. <laughs> Run your fucking mouth though, man. I understand there's about to be a phone party at the quad, but fuck that. Running Triz is the motherfucking party. Bring that Speak shit up, it. man. Y'all niggas over here talking about events and shit. Fuck all of that. Bring up. You want to have a real it. event? Bring it running fucking Triz, yeah, nigga. Play, play, play one of our shits, you feel me? Yeah. For the divine now, you got two divine. You, the divine two right here, man. My nigga, run your fucking mouth. How many peanuts did it take for niggas to start talking about George Washington Carver, huh? <laughs> That's what I need to know. Cause we don't drop 140 episodes out this motherfucker. 140 peanuts, nigga. And, and, and niggas ain't talking like they supposed to. George Carver was whipping up peanut punch, peanut soap. Peanut brittle and peanut powder, and your nut ass ain't talking about Tristan? What the fuck is y'all niggas got going on? Run your fucking mouth. We got them birds talking week after week, week after week, 
week after week. Yeah. Run your fucking mouth. Yo, big shout out to everybody who use shea butter, dog. Mm. Instead of fucking over here talking about how this shit feels on your skin and all the natural oils and shit like that, run your fucking mouth. I already know what the oils do for you. Talk about what running trends could do for you. You over here got your cocoa butters, you got your shea butters and all of that shit. Happy for you. Mm. Niggas' skin is straight, but it's your soul straight. When you run mouth. your fucking mouth, talk about running trends. Run your black ass Speak mouth. on this shit, man. Run your black ass. Fucking mouth, shorty. Run your fucking mouth. Let me jump in that shit, man. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Shut your fucking mouth, nigga. Who the fuck is you to be saying it's strange to call someone black? Nigga, is y'all your fucking mind? What position do you hold to even hold an opinion like that? If we need help preparing some elk meat, we're gonna come holler at your ass. Yeah, make me some outside, of, outside of that, stay out of black folks' business. The black on my ass don't give a fuck what you think, nigga. Black means me being a part of my culture and my community. And how we constantly have to deal with dickheads speaking on us like we don't know better. Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth, nigga. And kiss my black ass. Fuck is you talking about? Everybody else. Run your mouth, man. Yeah, and tell your plug about Trista out this job, man. I had to get beside myself. Cause I really don't even like niggas speaking on speaking on shit, man. Like what the fuck? I don't got shit to do with you. Huh? Did you see me criticizing the third fucking season of Big Bang Theory? Nah. That's not my place. I stay in my place, right? What the fuck is yo? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's strange to call somebody black. Now I'm black. Now what? Yeah. I'm you gonna ride house kick me? Probably. Boom. I'ma get my pistol and we're gonna do the shit out, bro. Come on. Real fallout boy in it. What's the um Theme song to an arms race or some shit. Yeah, we can follow. follow up. Yeah, say, say the theme song, nigga. It's, it's, it's an arms race, nigga. Yeah, we can really get active. It's a race war, nigga. What <laughs> are talking about, man? Black history month. Y'all niggas know we y'all, boy. Follow the real fallout boy, nigga. So it's it's not an arms race. It's a ri- it's, it's a, a race, race war. <laughs> <laughs> it's a race war. You feel know me, my brother Lord. <laughs> my brother Lord Noel, man. Please give the people a good word. The handle seasonal depression, man. Boom. CZ's still out here. We're both in uh, better spirits than we was yeah. last week. So I think it's time for you to help those folks, man. We only got a few weeks out till the sun shining Boom. and the daylight starts saving some shit or Yo, whatever the fuck. Yeah, man. Like you said, man, till the sun starts shining and daylight starts saving shit. My worry for seasonal depression this week, get some fucking sun. Get some light in your life, man. I understand if you have an opportunity and you're on your lunch break or some shit like that, just go outside. You don't got to go to the cafeteria or scramble. Just go outside, feel that sun against your skin and know like, yo, this darkness ain't going to last too much longer. Bring running trips with you while you while you feeling that light yeah. too. Don't go anywhere without us. Yeah, put that fucking headphone in your ear. Yeah, fuck Matter of fact, just bring bring out. Bring Don't out let me your, catch uh, niggas without an earbud in yeah. their fucking. Bring ear, a JBL speaker if you Stop really about fucking it. Playing boy, I need to see niggas in Piedmont Park walking around running trips across the fucking belly. I need bro. niggas with two JBL speakers not, in their pockets. One one for every episode <laughs> in this genre, man. Have two episodes it's, later. It's a two episode minimum out this genre, man. <laughs> and this episode. I'm going to say this weekend. This weekend, Uh February 4th and 5th, there will be a two-night event, Kickback After Dark, uh, the first musical event of this year, 2022. We're going to be out piping it up in Birmingham at the Firehouse. We're going to be water whipping the high-quality content live on stage. So just check our social to cop tickets and kick it up with us. You know what I'm saying? Kickback After Dark. It's up.
What up to the B-words? What up to the N-words? Now POCs and OGs checking in every motherfucking Tuesday. Y'all know it's OPMs and OPP. Five check. What's going on, bro? Yo, duh. What's popping, my Speak guy? Speak to me. Whoa, they. Nigga, I'm out here. This vibe check is dedicated to my little brother, Carmine. Oh, shit. It's, you know, nah, nah, it's, all, it's all good shit. It's some um, little man hit me up or whatever. We had a conversation. And he ain't little man no more. Big man. You still my little man, though. Nah, he's big man. It don't matter. And when the ratchets come out, we'll yeah, see who's bigger. Hey. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little brother, but the tool big. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, speaks on that. That nigga was on IG today. That nigga was on IG today talking about getting off his first zip. And I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Proud of that shit. Yeah, like, I remember when I got my first zip up. That shit had me dead, but I don't know. Come on, I love that little nigga. I love how he just think. The way he be processing things in his mind. It's a processor, right? For sure. Yeah. So the young boy hit me up saying that his father's side of the family hit him up saying like, yo, come through. We want to see y'all. And Karma said straight up, I looked at that shit and told these niggas, fuck no. Where were y'all when I was like eight, nine years old and shit like that? And I wanted to see y'all niggas and nobody made the effort. Now I'm over here 22 years old doing my own thing. You see me shining. Yeah, getting a zip off. Getting a zip off. Oh, I see what's going on. Y'all see big man get zip off. Now you want to come yeah, be family. Y'all want to be family. Okay. Y'all want to be auntie, yeah, uncle, brother, shit. And shit like yeah, right. That. I got you. So I'm hearing this shit, and then I'm laughing because the difference of Carmine and me um, at that age is Carmine already know what the fuck. Even if he doesn't know what he wants, Carmine already know what the fuck he wants. He knows what he's not gonna do. Me, I was more of a at that age like. Eh. The wind come, I go to which way the wind blow. Carmine, I don't give a fuck if it's a hurricane outside. I'm not fucking moving. For sure. And I respect that about the young bull. He has no softness about him, for real. There's no gray area with There's Carmine. There's no gray area. Everything is direct. I honestly, if you would have asked me 10 years ago that Carmine would be more like me than I see today, I would have mm. never believed that. Bruh. But Carmine, I really be seeing myself in that little nigga, man. Yeah. Everything is intent. Everything is purposeful. You can't make a mistake. Ain't and no he, that's how he's, that's how he sees himself. And that's how he sees other people. Yeah. Because if I know I'm doing shit intentionally and with purpose mm-hmm. and you do something to make me mad, you must have did it on purpose with intent on purpose, nigga. to piss me you off. You're trying to line me up. you trying to line me. Yeah, I feel that, man. I feel that with all my heart. Man. <laughs> Yo, Carmel, I'm about, to, I'm, about to, I'm about to blow your spot up. Yeah, it's just crazy pieces, Looking at this young bull I just saw that nigga On Christmas vacation That nigga showing me His brand new burner And shit like that <laughs> Nigga offering me The spliff and shit like that and I'm like nah I'm not smoking right now He's like oh that's cool <laughs> <laughs> But I still remember the la- And I'm like I'm watching this nigga Really be a man But I remember My last childhood moment With this nigga Carmine had to be About like 9 or 10 He comes to me Wakes me up In the middle of the night It's like 3 or 4 in the morning and I'm looking at this nigga mad as fuck because it's like three or four in the fucking morning. And he says, hey, bro, I had a nightmare. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this. Like I said, it's three or four in the morning. I'm looking at this eight-year-old, nine-year-old, ten-year-old. And I'm like, what's up, bro? He's like, nah, I just can't sleep. I look at this nigga and say, hey, bro, you want to sleep next to your big You want to sleep next to your big bro? He shakes his head. I scoot over. And that little nigga got in the bed next to me, fell asleep. Yeah. After that night, the day he woke up, Carmine woke up in bed. That nigga never said I'm G shit. That was it. That was the last moment I, I experienced Carmine really being a kid. Just like that. I don't know what the fuck was in that nightmare. That nigga woke up with a, a man the next fucking day. Man, shout out to baby Chris, bro. G- I remember this nigga 
four or five years old running around in his overalls. Yeah. Nigga, wake up, have a nightmare. Yes. Like you just said, come over to me. Nigga, won't sleep on me. Yeah. It's a family vacation, bro. Yeah. Mad niggas here. Mad what niggas you want to sleep on me for? Hey, now this nigga G-ing off of PG County and shit, <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> Calling everybody Mo and shit, man. Shout out to my DMV fan. Uh-uh. And I say that to say this, man. This shit happens fast, man. Take your time to appreciate when baby boy is still a baby boy. For sure. Because there's some shit I wish I could have instilled on him. There's some shit, like, I wish I took more time and things of that nature. But for the most part, Carmine is a solid kid, man. A solid man, I should say. Yeah, He's not Carmine, a kid. He ain't a kid no more. He's still man. my kid, though. But you know Carmine is a solid man, and I appreciate that shit. But just hearing that nigga cursing up a storm um, last week talking about, fuck these niggas, man. These niggas want to be family now. He said, my only family is mommy, you, and the streets. That's yeah. the only family I got. Wait, what's the order he said? Mommy, you, and the streets. And I've been running with that since how old, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying the same shit, man. Only bro. family I got. I got my dudes, Lona Wells, and these streets that underneath my feet, my nigga. I ain't playing with nobody. Right? And I'm pretty sure he included his cousins in the streets, but yeah, yeah, cousins yeah, follow. They follow cousins, uh, my friends and shit. That's yeah. part of the streets. You know what I'm saying, yo, the shit that hold me up, keep me from going to hell. But just talking to him as I hear Carmine, you know, just rambling about like fuck these niggas trying to get close, taking a break to hit the spliff, coming back on the fold, asking me like, all right, bro. And of course, it's Carmine, so every conversation. Hey, bro, what the bitches like in Atlanta? Everybody want to know that like, all, bitches, all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, Carmine, you ain't soft. You in Broward, nigga. Almost the same difference. It's like going to school, man. I'm sure these are other schools always look better. Yeah, amen. Amen. Uh, for sure, man. And that's the little vibe check, man. My little vibe check, three weeks into the new year, three weeks in the Slamadon. Boy, I feel good. Being productive as fuck. Low-key stressed out. Mm-hmm. I'm saying go through the motions, but everything is... Progress. I literally can feel myself progressing and shit, right? But what progression comes, regression at sometimes. You yeah. feel me? You load up to 80%, sometimes it go back to 60% type shit, Boom. right? Screen time is down on my phone, mm-hmm. but the horny meter is so. Oh, uh, me time is up. <laughs> boy, the horny, that horny meter is blinking at times, boy. For the for the brief moments I'm on IG, boy, I be going brazy with the likes, nigga. Uh, I'm hitting all types of shorties with I the see likes, it, boy. Because my explore page be be feeling the repercussions of what you're you know doing. What I'm saying I'm out here for real, for real. But overall, I do feel good, and I felt good until I didn't feel good, right? Talk to me. So this next part of my vibe check is dedicated to Rip. I want to say fuck your boy from the bottom of my heart, hmm? Rip. Fuck you, nigga. You really ruined my fucking weekend, dog. Talk to me. When I tell you, Rip. Took away three days of happiness. And we're going to be fully transparent. This is Tuesday. Right now, it's Tuesday at 6.33 p.m. I didn't feel good until this morning. (laughs) Rip literally snatched away my Fridays, Saturdays, my Saturdays, my Sundays, and my Mondays, bro. Fuck you, Rip. This nut-ass nigga was tweeting about the last episode saying that it's basically like his second favorite episode after the one we did with Lex. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm, I would have never guessed or said that. So I said, which ones? And he was like the 2019 one, we, uh, the 2019 one we did. Right before COVID hit? Nah. The first one? Right, right. Oh, <laughs> that's his favorite episode? Yeah. Out of all the episodes we did, Wow. Bro, that was before we even really found our groove and shit. We wasn't even spitting yet on that episode. That was Rip's favorite episode? That's what he claimed, right? So I said, fuck it. I'm going to listen to all of them, right? I peeped the 2019 one with Lex. I peeped the 2021 with Lex right before COVID hit. Mm-hmm. It was a little strange, but nothing wild. 
And in my little goofy, stupid ass dog thinking I'm brave and shit, I went ahead and peeped the superpower episode. No. And I did that, peep that too though, after boy, Shorty mentioned it. I started feeling bad. <laughs> yeah, boy. I felt so bad to where I was supposed to be preparing for this episode mm-hmm. and our live show this weekend. I had to run through a quick 11-game series on 2K one time, boy. My, my stomach hurt. You know what I'm saying? My stomach was hurting, boy. Feel that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But while I was playing, I was thinking about our culture, American culture, right? Mm-hmm. And how it pertains to relationship shit. Talk to me. Guess what I thought? Oh, that shit is weird as fuck in my opinion, man. Um, a lot of rules, a lot of stipulations and shit like that. A lot of shit that's not really like unwritten rules. Like you're not supposed to do that and how you're supposed to know you're not supposed to do that just because of culture and shit like that. It's, it's, it's difficult. It's a difficult uh, standpoint to look at. My first thought was dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Everything is fucked up, bro. So it's me. When it comes to relationships in our culture, what's supposed to be... And expect to be the only sacred relationship is my dukes and your grand dukes, right? Mm-hmm. Your mother and your grandmother is supposed to be sacred. Not supposed to be disrespected. Supposed to be loving, nurturing, and all the other shit, right? But everything else is fuck your daddy. Sisters trashing sisters. Brothers and cousins getting each other killed. Yeah. Uncles is rapists. Aunties is evil. Setting up motherfuckers. Boyfriends, wives, girlfriends, husbands, everything is fucking wicked. Mm-hmm. And even now, your mother might get you lying. Sure. Grandma talking shit about you, all kind of wild shit, right? It's within our culture and shit. Culture defined as how we speak, how we behave, traditions we have, and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So thinking about this episode, when it comes to culture and supreme mathematics that's before us today, what do you think American culture is built off? Shit. I don't know, dysfunction, I guess, from all the other fucking cultures, since this shit is a melting pot. Mm-hmm. So I guess the worst of the worst of all the bullshit from back in the day and shit like that. European shit, slave shit, for real. A lot of gangster shit, right? Bruh. American culture is built on gangster shit. Real gangster shit. Rob, cheat, and steal, dog. Real shit. Real shit. Shout out to my boy, YL Chari from Atlanta. I saw a TikTok of him being the president. One of his advisors coming to him talking about they found Bin Laden. Mm-hmm. And my boy said, yeah, go ahead and bring me his head and yeah. dump his body in the ocean. Dump his body in the ocean, boy. Bring me that nigga head. <laughs> and hearing an Atlanta nigga say it, boy, sounds way different than the White House press fucking briefing and shit, man. The American... Military is a bunch of goons and gangsters, bro. Yeah, G-shit. Aaron shit the fuck out. You saw what Trump did to that Iranian boy. It is what it is. You got to go. Yeah. High-ranking official got smoked like a high-ranking official, man. Yeah, I seen American sniper. Send the drone. Uh, you out of here. Yeah, we catch, a nigga, catch a nigga from 100 meters away. And bring me his body. or Bring bring me his head. Dump his body in the ocean, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. That shit is funny for real, even though it's not. I guess it's funny because it's reality. Like yeah. this is real shit. Like we can we could joke about it and it's laugh about it. It's in the fiber it. of our culture, bro. You the same way, if we was directing a gangster flick and our main antagonist, or I guess an all movie would be the main protagonist. Yeah, we're, we're the good guys. Yeah, we're the good guys. In the same way, we that find a nigga we beefing it with. Yeah, bring me the nigga head and dump his body Nobody, in the lake. Yeah, yeah. Same shit we doing in real life with real the same. Credits. Yeah, bro, the head of state. Mm-hmm. Bring me that nigga head and dump, dump his, his body, body in the fucking ocean, yeah. bro. Make sure that nigga sink. 
I don't need that nigga flowing back up, though. You know what I'm saying? I love that shit, man. And I say that to say, thinking about the United States catching a body and dumping a nigga's body in the ocean made me feel way better about this heartbreak shit. What's the correlation? <laughs> it's made me feel good. That's what got you. That's uh, what that's what brought me out of that's it. What, that's what put pepper in your stuff. Yeah, but I try to think about it. Yeah, nigga, barely nigga hand dump his body in the ocean. What the fuck y'all niggas talk about? <laughs> say some say some wild shit, nigga. Like like um motherfucking um Kendrick said, you got till April the seventh to get y'all shit, shit together. together. Yeah. April the eighth, niggas bomb Syrian shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's how niggas get. I wouldn't do that. But that's how niggas get down. Yeah, we giving y'all to April. Who's president? When that happened was Donnie president. Yeah, Trump was president. I uh, think Trump was president. Pre- Trump was president when that shit. happened? That could have been Barack. I don't remember. I, I think it had to be Barack because Barack took that shit serious. Like, yeah, I do have until you think. I don't know, man. You think who was more? Who was more likely to listen to the hard part for? Hear Kendrick say, "Y'all got to April the seventh to get y'all shit together," and the April the eighth and the drones. Big GD Barry O. Yeah. Yeah, so, dog, because so. that nigga said you right. Like, you fucking right. GD, though. Remember that red suit? Oh, shit. That's a stone of That's a stone of my soul, boy. <laughs> see, y'all niggas know we all running trips, a brand you can trust, raising the crime rate every motherfucking time we drop. Big fence with emphasis, dumping these other podcasts in the ocean. Fuck, nigga. Yeah, Fuck y'all niggas head. talking about. Bring the head of that podcast. Yeah, dump, dump the rest of the podcast in the ocean. Dump niggas in the ocean, man. Y'all niggas can't keep up with this shit, boy. And I want to say... My boy got to quote the Triz by. Like, what you got? Quote the Triz by comes from Big Jock. Uh, you think that's healthy, bro? Man, that was a moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment. Everybody in the studio started laughing. That's yeah, crazy, boy. man. That nigga Twat. The way Twat looked at that nigga. The way you looked at that nigga, man. Like, fuck health. And for those who need it, here come the running words of encouragement. What up to all of the niggas and bitches checking in every Tuesday to catch a vibe with two niggas? Piped up outside of any given racetrack gas station in the city of Atlanta back in 2012. Flirting with hipster bitches in little five points while living out the lyrics to Kanye's Hell of a Life. The Running Triz Podcast. No cut, no filler. Just two cousins giving you your fix, fronting you a sack to make it through the week. Consistently, week after week, after week after week. After week after motherfucking week. You are a fiend, and you are appreciated. This week, Trisset has requested that I speak on Cultural Impact. Look slime. Those Google motherfuckers claim the definition of this. Refer to the consequences to human populations of any public or private policies. And actions that significantly change their norms, values, beliefs, and practices. So in other words, y'all know who got supreme hot. Way before the collab with Louis Vuitton. Way before Supreme became the go-to hype beast brand. With resellers, having y'all booty shaking after every drop. Odd Future put that box logo on the map. You can't even mention the 2010s, without mentioning Wolfgang. And that's what we like to call black history. So, stay alert. And stay dangerous. And most importantly, never bet against the set. Running Triz is a form of community service, and will continue to serve faithfully, so please support Triz Set, as we provide that high-quality content you expect each week.
Get better in tune with the infinite with the Running Triz podcast. Now, here comes the drop. Say Tris name. Tris name. Tris name. We run Tris name. Tris name. Tris Nathaniel to you. the ocean bro yeah, drag that like, it's, it's not like you did this shit off the coast you literally gotta take this nigga to the ocean and then dump that nigga in that bitch and we back and we back and we back and we back this time of the podcast we're gonna run a little r.i.p for the one time showing love to those who are no longer with us those who've contributed to this black culture this rap culture this beautiful thing called hip-hop and my boy alone the well about to bust off r.i.p for the one time Yo, duh, what right now got? we about to show love, show reverence got, to a R-I-P. MC, songwriter, breakdancer, R-I-P. and producer, R-I-P. Sean Schiller Fairquare, a.k.a. Kango Kid. Go ahead, boy. Kango Kid was born in Brooklyn, New York to Haitian parents. My man always tried to shy away from his Haitian heritage growing up. I guess it was easy for him to finesse since he was light-skinned and shit like that, passable. Like, yo, I'm not Haitian. I'm shook. Those were the, <laughs> but those were the days when they was really fucking Haitians up and shit like that, trying to make fun of us. I still don't forgive you, Red Man, for that bar. He acquired his nickname, the Kango Kid, from his neighborhood friends during the early 1980s because my man had a whole bunch of Kango hats. How genius of him. Hey, bro. What will be, be my nickname? What will be your nickname? Yeah. What did I have a lot of that I, uh, if I was born in the 80s? What was the frame of glasses that they stole from you back in 2012? Oh, my Oakleys? Yeah. Or the Oakley Kid. Oh, the Oakley <laughs> Yeah. Bunch of crackheads stole my Oakleys, dog. <laughs> Fuck these niggas, man. Yeah. Damn, that shit broke my fucking. <laughs> the Oakley kid. The Oakley kid, boy. My man signed his first record label deal at the age of 17 without having his own legal representation at the time. He was originally a break dancer along with his partner, Dr. Ice, in the early 1980s, and they were originally known as UFO. <laughs> However, however, all jokes aside, the way we make fun of 80s rap is how kids today make fun of our 2000s raps. And I'm like, how you make fun of that shit? Easily. But um, yeah, originally the group was UFO. However, the name was already taken by a rock group. So they were forced to change their name to UTFO. <laughs> they were background dancers for Houdini and eventually got signed by um, Fred Muno's Select Records and in that same year released its hit single, Roxanne Roxanne. The song was so big that it got them the 1988 Urban Music Awards and also got them featured on Soul Train and they were the first rap group to perform at Harlem's Apollo Theater and they opened up for Harlem Oats, Temptations, Eddie Kendrick, and David Ruffian. <laughs> <laughs> Kango Kid worked as a producer, composer, performer, artist, manager, and a songwriter. He was the president of music production company of Kango Creations Incorporated and the CEO of a public relations firm, Creative Media Group. He lectured at high school and colleges nationwide on the business of music 
And on 2012, he became the first rapper to be honored by the American Cancer Society. My man died December 18th, 2021 at the age of 55 from colon cancer. Damn. So a big rest in power to the Kango Transition shout outs and uh y'all niggas know what we on man. First shout out goes to uh-huh. shout out to Ty Dollars, shout out to Haji Daddies, shout out to Left Brizzle, Left Brizzle, shout out to Dime Yen, shout out to Frankie Ocean, shout out to Sid the Dude, shout out to L Boy, shout out to Jasper and the Fat Ass Dolphin. <laughs> Shout out to crusty ass Mike G. Shout out to Earl Banana Lip Sweatshirt. That nigga got fly tendencies. Shout out to that pyramid hieroglyphic Southside Egypt nigga. Black ass nigga named Hal. Boy, fuck on. Shout out to Matt Martians. Bald ass nigga with small earrings. Shout out to that weird ass nigga Taco running behind a nigga named Dave. Lil Dicky, weasel faced, dweeb ass nigga. Fuck Dave, nigga. That's, that's not a shout out. Shout out to <laughs> Vince Staples. Shout out to Casey Veggies and all the groups in between. Shout out to the internet. Shout out to Super 3, Mellow Hype, Mellow High, Earl Wolf. Shout out to the whole Goff Wayne. Our future killed them all. Don't give a fuck. Little Life, Bacon Boy, Lawyer Squad, <laughs> but fuck bitch niggas. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck this thing, it's a little yeah, wild. Yeah, well, shit was wild in 2018, yeah, bro. 2011. 2011. Yeah, well, shit, shit was wild in 2011, nigga. And I think we're going to pay some uh, homage next, right? Mm-hmm. It's a tribute episode. But before we get to that part, dog, I think it'd be appropriate, and I feel compelled to show niggas how life was for us during our future era. Okay. The same way I show niggas how shit was for us when ASAP Rocky dropped. That shit was a moment. We was 21 years old, right in the recording sessions, 2, 3 a.m., getting fucked up off gas station burgers and the little Tostito Johns. Yeah, Tostito, dog. Feel about them motherfuckers. For sure. Arizona iced teas and shit mm-hmm. till 5, 6 a.m., man, fucked up. And a lot of times, in between doing real songs and making real beats, we would do a little freestyles, fucking around on some our future shit, just saying some wild, wild outlandish, troll shit. And we had this little shit called the Blood Diamond Crips. The Blood Diamond Crip Gang. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should I play it for the folks? <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Should I play it for the folks, if, man? If, if you want to. Uh, uh, we really going back in time, boy. This is 20... 2012? 2012, yeah. Blood Diamond Crips, man. I'm about to go to my little part. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. I need to hear it in my headphones for me to go to rap. I hear it now. Mind you, this is like 5 a.m. on like a Saturday morning or some shit. Yeah. I'm just trying to swerve it out. Hit the clutch with a chick that's trying to purse it out. Lambo wings, halo all for the mercy mouth. And a sinful ass that's trying to twerk it out. The Jezebel has devil nails. Candy paint on them cuticles. The engine rams like a devil's yeah. I move the squares like a Rubik's Cube. Textbook, binders. Yo, bitch, I find her. I'm wildin' now. I beat my child. Wife talks slick. I beat her mouth. Chris Brown, Bobby Brown, Trayvon, they shoot me down. I'm a shit, bro. That's Duke of Town forever and a day like Boobie Mouse. Yeah. 
out like sis, bitch. That's your bitch, nigga. Fuck your bitch, nigga. And her bitch, nigga. <laughs> Should I do the second part? You play that shit. I'm play that shit. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. 2012 shit, man. I swear to God, this nigga sent comedy. I was 21 years old and dumb as fuck. Dog, they never find a dog from Cooper City to Rock Island, dog. And saw grass, I ain't talking malls in the Everglades. That's why I made a grave. Tombstone, no bouquet. Talk ratchet, dress bougie. I need that ass, I need bootie. And she likes my flow, she gets rude face. New chick, scrub the jaws. Deep throat, like a scanner dog. No water gate, bust on her face. She getting cut like Crystal Lake. She snorts fast like a Crystal Rakes. Method and Phenomies. Woo! I love Emily. I love Emily's dog. Yeah. <laughs> I love Emily's <laughs> Yeah, man. That's the life we was living at that time, man. We be spitting fire. 3 a.m. come around. We gonna be freestyling some fucking nut, around and nut shit nut like that. shit, man. So, let's continue on with the tribute. And I got, um, I got three projects where I feel like will really encompass what our future was about. Mm-hmm. So, I got Bastard. I got Radical. And I got the OF tape volume two. Which one you want to hear first, bro? Let's uh let's do radical. <sighs> radical got songs like Orange Juice, Blade, Drop, Swag Me Out, and Splatter. Shit. First of all, this shit was early as fuck. Early everybody in our future was getting together, spitting the most outlandish. Non PC, dumbass, dumbass, bullshit ass, ignorant ass, built off a hundred percent shock value for sure. When I listened to this shit recently, I'm not gonna lie, listening to it in with the ears of an almost 31 year old as opposed to listening to the ears of a 20, 21 year old, yeah, it's not an easy listen. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, wasn't, it wasn't sweet, yeah. it wasn't sweet. But what's funny to me is that, um, even though it wasn't as cohesive as I thought it was when I listened to it as a young age, mm-hmm. you can still hear the prototype. Like, you can hear for what sure. these niggas was on for real, for, for real. Sure. Out the gate. Out the gate. Yeah. You could tell who the... You, all right, boom. The same way niggas was watching LeBron James in high school, yeah. hearing Tyler's flow and shit like that. You can hear this. Yeah. You, yeah, can, it, yeah. It's right there. It's right. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You yeah. hear the potential. A lot of these niggas wasn't saying shit. Not a it was a lot point. of it was a lot of rapping ass rapping. What can I say to make niggas mad? Yeah. What can I say to make you say what the fuck this nigga just said? Shock value. Yeah. Shock value for the sake of shock value. Yeah, for sure. Which was us in high school. Like I was doing shocking shit in high school. Talking so wild I, shit. Talking wild Roasting shit. Roasting niggas twenty four seven. You could tell like this this shit was early Twitter. This like, yeah. <laughs> it was early this Twitter. This was a timeline essentially. That's how wild shit is again. Niggas still getting in trouble for Tweets they were sending out 2011, Boom. 2010, 2012. Bro, I saw that album cover. It literally punched me in the mouth with oh, nostalgia sure. because I forgot about this shit. Listening to shit a couple of days ago was the first time I listened to this shit in 10 years. This was the first like songs I heard from these niggas, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure like most niggas, the first time I heard of these niggas was when Kanye tweeted out, the Yonkers video. So everybody was making a bad dash on the timeline trying to figure out who, who the, the fuck, fuck is this nigga was... Kanye tweeting out. Yep. So I hitting up the blogs, hitting up the blog spots, hitting the tumblers. And I remember the first song I heard off this tape when I was splattered, bro. Mm-hmm. And 10 years later, it really made me realize how the fuck this nigga got me in. What's up? If you rapping over a family beat, <laughs> bro, of course I'm going to be tuned in. 
These niggas rapping over family beats. Niggas is rapping over rich, rich boy, boy beats. Niggas rapping over rose beats. West Khalifa beats. And you know what? And all kind of shit, man. I will. I a nigga I never liked off our future from the beginning. That's why I tell you, I never fucked with Mike G. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you try to convince me. I never fuck with that nigga. So imagine a young low. I wasn't even low then. I was Nero back then. A young Nero hearing one of his favorite instrumentals, the panties, being shit on all over and not in a good way by Mike G. That was one of his best performances. If, you I don't ask me. if that was your best performance, <laughs> the fuck out of here. That was my favorite performance by that nigga, man. Me, fuck out of here, man. The low points on this tape is straight toilet juice, bro. Yoda. But the high points mm-hmm. is really Fucking high. My favorite moments of our future when these niggas are actually rapping. Yoda. Like rapping, putting bars together, putting uh, the metaphors and painting pictures and shit. This nigga Earl, dog. Bro, um, the, the drop or when these niggas linked up on OJ? OJ, man. Yeah, the first time we heard Earl Wolf. OJ went. Drop. It went. Blade went stupid, dog. I can't believe like this nigga was 16 going fucking bro. insane, nigga. Bro, the multi, the multi, uh, the multi, what's the word? Syllable. The multi-syllable rhyme pattern that he had sounding like a young MF Doom or some shit like that. You can hear the fucking influence. And then finding out much later that like his father was a famous legendary poet slash jazz musician, you can see the influence. Like For sure. this nigga had the touch even before he perfected his nigga craft. He was a prodigal son type shit. Ugly as fuck. Ugly little banana lip little nigga, man. Ugly as shit. <laughs> oh, sweatshirt. Sweaty vest. Sweaty vest. Go on. Like, what the fuck, man? This nigga was having so good in the blog era, boy. That first week after Kanye tweeted out that nigga, man. They could do the no blog wrong. era was eating that shit up except two dope boys. Niggas ain't showing me love either, so I don't give a yeah, fuck, Fuck man. that. But yeah. I felt that. Yeah, for sure, man. It was a, it was a very interesting time in 2011. Like, that first month, it shit was inescapable you couldn't be on the internet Mm-mm. between the ages of fucking if you were under the age of 21 there's no way you cannot know what the fuck was going on like the shit was literally viral niggas spread like a virus bro they were the posts of teenage despair like all that all that heartbreak and shit like that that kids was going through every teenage experience was fucking our future man i remember seeing kids in high school switch their whole swag up because Odd Future is in the picture now, man. We're not wearing that old shit. At the time, up until that point, we're talking about 2010, mm-hmm. niggas was fucking with Mac Miller. Mac yeah. Miller was kind of the face of the teenage underground Mac-Pack rap, rap shit. Yeah. The year before that was Asher Roth. It was a little more mm-hmm. traditional rap, cool smoking, stoner shit. These niggas came through and said, fuck all that, nigga. Because yeah, when you think about it, it wasn't really no rap for kids back right. then. Niggas was not going in. Like, there was, but it was like Disney Channel shit, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but there wasn't like, when you look at the rappers who were blowing up at that time. Like you, Diggy Simmons and shit like that. That's, and that's like pop. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, you, I would have wished off The rap for kids was just <laughs> gangsta. Our future rather than Diggy Simmons. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I'm saying. You look at the kid rappers, you look at K-Dot. K-Dot may have been like in that age group. You look at Meek Mills, may have been in an age group at the time, but they were grown nah, men. They were older than us. 21, 22? At that time, yeah. yeah I when, when Kendrick came out, I was what, 20? I was 20. He, he was talking about he was 23. 20, they, like I'm saying, so kids that we was fucking with, 
they were carrying themselves as grown men. Wasn't nobody who was fucking kids wilding out with their friends. These niggas was the definition of doing hood rat shit with my hood rat friends. For sure. Real hood rat shit. Real hood rat shit. And we was really doing the shit that we was doing, Which That's why they felt so at home because we was watching these niggas was like watching ODS back in the day. Like when ODS all got together and you could smell the fuck shit in the air. Like we about to be on some bullshit. You could smell it, man. You could smell it thick. And let Courtney not be there to be the voice of reason. Yeah, yeah. Hey, please don't do that. Hey, shout out to Courtney one time. Shout out man. to Courtney. Uh, don't do that, please. Yeah, don't do that. No, because we about to wild out. I'm talking about getting out the car, 3 a.m., fucking pop locking in the middle of the road at a red light and shit like Fighting that. Fighting niggas. Fighting niggas at the drop of a Looking hat. Looking for niggas. Looking for niggas. Spray in front of niggas shit cribs. Breaking shit. Getting revenge on nigga. And that same energy is what broke the group up. <laughs> I'm you talking about Paris was looking at us like, yo, yeah, we're going to have to separate these niggas. Yeah. Low key, yeah, because niggas had to move. Dog. Niggas really had to move yeah. off the energy of what either, we were doing. Either I move my son or he going to jail for the rest of his fucking life. <laughs> it was a good choice, though. And that nigga got arrested behind our shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so tall, man. Shout out. Shout out to my nigga five one time, man. Shout out to the young bull. Yeah, old bull sure. now. Yeah, we all old bulls. Yeah, we strong. I got Bastard and I got the OF tape. Volume 2. Might as well keep it linear. Let's do Bastard. If we would have did it linear, we'd have did Bastard first and then... Wait, Bastard came out first? Yeah, Bastard came out first and then... The, um, radicals? Yeah, Radicals uh, came well, out. But it's well, all good, man. Fuck it. Y'all, y'all gonna get what we yeah, did, you know what I'm saying? Open your fucking mouth. Bastard dropped and it came out with Odd Toddlers, Inglorious, Ass Milk, <laughs> <laughs> VCR, Jack and the, the Beanstalk, Beanstalk, and Blow. I got three letters for this. Uh-huh. D-I-Y. I got five letters for it. D-E-V-I-L. <laughs> for devil. <laughs> this mixtape really shows how much we have changed as a culture since 2010. But yeah. before I even heard the word troll... The shit this man was saying, man. What the fuck? I don't know. This was like, this was the energy that he had on this to me was like early Eminem shit when I fucked with Eminem for real. Like, um, not the one with the with the pill on the album cover, the other one we had Kim on when he had the track the track with Kim and shit like that. Slim Shady Slim the Slim Shady LP. Um, yeah, Slim Shady. The, the, the Slim Shady LP. I think that is the one with the Viking and Pill. Was that the one with the Viking and Pill? Yeah, I think so. This shit was so outrageous. How could you find it believable? I feel like it was worse. Um, uh, so this, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but like yeah. the most, like the things that Tyler was saying that he was doing was so outrageous and so like, I right, nigga, I've never heard. I've never like heard a nigga like, yeah. and that many times, bro. The themes, <laughs> the themes was the same: murder, rape, homophobia, <laughs> kidnapping, kidnapping. I hate myself. I hate myself. <laughs> Yeah, no wonder you talking to a therapist throughout this whole fucking tape, <laughs> nigga. Yeah, man. This tape really plays out like an emotional horror movie, dog. Bruh. If Nudie and Savage are like Chucky and Jason, this tape is like Scream or some shit, bruh. Yeah, bruh. This, this is like a very homophobic Scream. <laughs> bruh, this is like a very homophobic and emotional Scream, bruh. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> but like, but like self-loathing, a, yeah. self, a self-hating... <laughs> You know, back in the day, like, you know, niggas get high and drunk, be like, bro, like, all the shit I done, I know nobody love me. God can't exist, because why would this shit happen, yeah, to, why me? This shit happen to me? I hate myself, but I hate what I do. 
And you be like, bro, shut your ass up. You yeah. just saying it because you fucking high paranoid. Shut your ass up. Listen to this shit. Like, yeah, I believe this nigga, bro. This nigga, this hate, nigga hate hates myself. himself, and I fucking see why, boy. <laughs> you are fucking out your mind, man. But outside of like the nut ass horrorcore shock value bullshit, mm-hmm. Tyler was really rapping, man. His rhyme schemes and the flows is what really got me in, man. The rhyme scheme and the flows, and what's wild about um, Bastard to me is. It wasn't well until I listened to like Cherry Bomb, and then I was like, I peaked Cherry Bomb. I said, let me listen to early Tyler shit. I think was that like we were 25, 26 when that when Cherry Bomb dropped. You were that late on it? You didn't listen to him? No, I peaked. No, me listening to Cherry Bomb made me want to go revisit. Oh, revisit, okay. So I'm listening to that shit. So I'm like 25, 26 before I realized Tyler self-produced this whole fucking shit. Yeah, I had no idea. I thought there was left. I thought Left Rizzle was the resident producer for our nah, future. Nah, bro. I mean, he said in the beginning of the tape that he produced everything. Me, I'm thinking nigga talking. I think it was all gas. Not realizing because this that's thing. what you would do. Yeah. Okay. I self produced this shit. I didn't yeah. self produce shit. I just chopped this. Yourself projecting too. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? So realizing Tyler really was in the booth using FL Studios to make legitimately good beats. I remember dabbling with FL Studios and all my shit was like, if you took all the bass out of um, Lex Luger's beats. <laughs> <laughs> you took, if you took all the 808s and bass out of Lex Lucas beats and reversed it, yeah, reversed it. That was me yeah. on FL Studios and took it off. Uh, took it off beat. Yeah, yeah. took it off beat. And Tyler was making real fucking magic. The bars were fucking there. The melodious shit that Tyler was doing was very surprising as well because you thinking this nigga is like you. I right, we already said he's a homo. Um, he's a, a he's, he's a, a homo. He's a homophobic psychopath. Yeah. We already established that. For sure. So why is this nigga getting emotional? Look, I'm a bastard myself, right? Yo, though. Throughout my childhood, I carried a lot of trauma mm-hmm. based on my father not being there in situations and resentments and abandonment issues and yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I was at least tolerable around the motherfuckers I was around, bro. My emotions was anger. Yeah, this nigga Tyler was emotional, 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 like, emotional. What the fuck? Uh, I remember the first time I was holding Glorious, and I didn't know that I could feel that, feel that way. way. Mm. I could talk about this shit. No, it wasn't talking. I didn't know that I could feel that way. I, I knew I felt bad, but I never. I didn't know that. You know, those though you could you could say that kind of shit about yourself. Like I can say about what what's going on, mm-hmm. but that was like really the first time I saw a nigga that's my age and that's black talking about like. Yeah, because of this happened, this is how I feel about myself. Mm. I was like, oh, shit. You know why? I'm over here thugged out like, bro, me too, bro. <laughs> you know, uh, because think about it. What was the original, for us, the original bastard type track? The original? Yeah. Lupe Fiasco, He Say, She Say. That okay. was like the original bastard. I was going to say um, the Jay's track. Uh, Mama. Father. Where have you been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was original. Bad. I felt that shit you, too. I felt that. No, no, beans. That was beans. Yeah. That's true. Where have you been? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I was, yeah, I felt that shit too. But, but re- even then, it's what I'm doing because of what you did, right? This is a result. Say even Kid Cudi shit. Kid Cudi came out a year or two before this. And even then, this is the like, soundtrack to my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's talking about how he feels about himself. But he's more talking about, look what I'm doing because of what happened to me. He's not really talking about what I'm doing because of how I feel about myself, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
this nigga Tyler was really the first nigga that I was like, bro, it was uncomfortable at first, but I feel it because I didn't know I felt the same way. This album needed a lot more Earl, in my opinion. I think we only had like one track. Um, Ass Milk. Ass Milk with Earl. Like an idiot. Idiot man. boy. <laughs> and shout out to... Um, Ass Milk. <laughs> Ass Milk, dog. So it's just age appropriate, but yeah, when you're 19, you can, you can do shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you can do shit like that, bro. And when you and when you 19, 18, yeah. you can look at it and not laugh because yeah. it makes sense. It, yeah, right. Ass Milk. This is Ass Milk. Shout out to to me one of the funniest moments of shooting yourself in the foot. Shout out to that nigga Brandon Deshay. Whatever the fuck. Literally shitting on Tyler and getting himself kicked off his verse. That's what happened? Yeah. And that's why when the original one dropped, they had Brandon on there. And he was bullshitting with Tyler saying, you know, I don't want to do this shit. Yada, yada, yada. Got kicked off. Literally the only time a nigga really hear your name. So when it redropped for the album version, that's why you get a Mike G verse instead. Literally, that's the only, like, your only claim to fame is I got a verse off with Tyler. A lot of niggas are doing that. Niggas did that in our circle. Mm, that's true. Talking shit and whoop, whoop, whoop. Now you got three kids and you living yeah. fucked up. And I'm over here jiggy as hell with my cousin. Nobody cares. You're looking young as hell, boy. Nobody How the fuck cares. you two years younger than me? I look five years younger than you fuck, nigga. The fuck is you talking about, bro? And we both stress the same. Yeah. Well, nah, you, you stress boy. You waste your smile. Yeah. Kiss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you, nigga. Fuck off, bro. I don't give a fuck about nine one of you niggas, bro. <laughs> you would think when you get older, like, you let shit go? Nah, nigga. Nah, I still hate you, nigga. I'm bro. holding this shit on. I'm holding all this shit forever. <laughs> nah, I ain't forget, man. I ain't forget, man. Shit, boy. But what you said about Earl, I 1,000% agree. Earl rapping the way he was rapping at 16, mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. For the fact these niggas were self-produced. They hatched a whole marketing scheme, Dolo. They had the whole branding by themselves with little to no resources. Nothing. How could you not respect the shit? You can tell an odd future album back in the day just by looking at the cover. For sure. Like, they had they they knew what they the, were fucking like, doing. Aesthetic. Young yeah. niggas with aesthetic. No machine behind them, no mainstream influences, no um, you know, major marketing team behind pulling strings. Mm-hmm. This young niggas knowing what the fuck they want to do, having fun with themselves, and being true to themselves. How could you not respect this shit? G shit. But you know what I can't respect, right? Talk to me. This nigga running around calling himself Ace the Creator. Ace the Creator. Boy, get the fuck on. Yeah, Tyler. Tyler looked more like Silk the Shocker than Ace Boogie, bro. Shock the Creator? The fuck is he talking about? Nah, fuck Tyler, nigga. Ace the Shocker? Silk the Popper in this motherfucker. <laughs> looking ass motherfucker. Lick the Cocker ass motherfucking nigga, man. Boy tweaking, man. Yeah, you tweaking, dog. <laughs> That's what they always love about these niggas. These niggas laughed. These niggas roasted niggas like we roast, like, man. Bro, listen to the, was it? Avuchate Tate Volume 1? Was it the one that had uh, L-Boy literally roasting everybody? Talking shit. Talking shit, boy. It's like being on a school bus again. Straight up and down. They was young bulls. This nigga literally roasted everybody. My man told Sid to put a clit on somebody's nipples, dog. Yeah, bro. Like- <laughs> Sid, Sid, gay, Sid gay ass putting her clit on shorty's nipples. nipples and shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's how we got that man. It's talking wild shit, man. That's how we show love too, man. But I want to say big shout out to Tyler, man. This nigga pulled off one hell of a rebrand. To go from bastard to flower boy is top five, dog. It really is. This mixtape is immature as fuck, loud as fuck, ignorant as fuck. This shit is a mess of nonsensical bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what niggas needed in 2010, dog. Because looking back, right? We were talking about what was going on the years before and who was out at the time, but 
looking back, you can really see the pivot and how technology was changing our day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. 2010, niggas was on Twitter. Yeah, Instagram was just coming up. Yeah, iPhone only. At, at, at first, and shit, Tumblr was popping up and shit. Uh, Facebook was changing the way you was using it. Interacting with people and, and shit. And shit was hella weird, bro. You think back to 2010, 2011, right? Every genre of rap was going through a hella weird-ass phase. Transition. From gangster rap to backpack rap to mainstream rap. If you look at all the top songs for 2010 and 2011, it's real just fucking strange. Like, real... Like, how was this? Like, what the fuck are y'all niggas on type shit? It was real like a real cringy era. And the big reason why our feature was able to blow up and take over the kids because niggas is original. But they were so original that they were still a little familiar, bro. And that was a fucking trick. You had to know your demographic to hear it. I feel like because we were fresh out of high school and shit like that, that's why we could appreciate our future when they dropped because we were still on the same shit. None of us was mature enough. Both of us was barely was barely hanging on to college broke. by a thread. Broke as fuck. Broke as fuck. No real community money. college at that. Community community college minimum <laughs> wage ass niggas, dog. So, so why wouldn't I relate to a whole just trying to have fun? While transitioning into being an adult, because everybody expects adult shit from you, this shit is crazy, and that's when they came in. Like, yo, this is exactly what I'm just trying to break in this nigga's car, bro. Bro, all I want. Flip the door handle. That's all I want, man. I want you to go to this table at Zaxby's, and I'm going around from the back, go to the other side of the parking lot, and try breaking this nigga's car. That's all I want to fucking do. And with that being said, hold on, bro. Hold on. I had to Google 2010 Hip Hop Billboard Awards or Bill Hot the Top Five Billboard 2010. Bet Rock, Young Bunny, and Lloyd, Bruno Mars, Nothing on You, Drake, Over, Nicki Minaj, Your Love, Eminem and Rihanna, Love the Way You Lie, Drake, T.I., Swiss Beats, Fancy, and to finish it all up, Walk a Flock of Flame, Wale, Roscoe Dash, No Fucking Hands, boy. <laughs> fucking weird, bro. <laughs> you can't put a thumb on that. Yeah, boy. Like, what the fuck? What lane are we in? Uh, what lane are we in, man? <laughs> And last but not least, well, low-key, it is least to me. Yeah. Last but least, the OF <laughs> Tape Volume 2, that bitch got songs like Analog 2, Bitches, NY, Rella, 50, and OD. If you ask me, this is the beginning of the end, man. It could have been the end. This might be the end. It's not the end. It's not the end, end. Because Doris is still coming out. I give it to Doris, but like end of our future, not the end of niggas as individuals for real, for real. You can't say the end. I mean, niggas are still doing the Lord of Squad shit. Niggas are still dropping tapes. And uh, if I had to put an end to it, I'd probably say the end was motherfucking the uh, Wolf. The Wolf. Uh, yeah. With Tyler. With Tyler, 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 Michael Cerro on the cover. Yeah, whatever the fuck. Yeah. I'd say that's the end, but I feel like this is the, the beginning of the end. This is the beginning of the end, man. OF tape dropped March 20th, 2012. And at this point, Odd Future are no longer kids on the block. They are officially recognized money-making fucking machines. Cash cow. Cash cow, dog. These niggas is eating. These niggas is shooting Mountain Dew commercials and shit like that on Magazine. Oh, I forgot about that shit. Yeah, the GOAT. Felicia, uh, Felicia the Goat. Yeah, Felicia the Goat, dog. Smack, <laughs> smack and shorties. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Hitting cops and shit. Fuck yeah, 12. Man. These niggas. Niggas will still watch MTV back in those yeah. days, bro. This shit is crazy. I used to watch MTV on TV or television. Mm-hmm. I used to watch fucking... Uh, me and the homies used to be at Old Boy Crib because he had the big screen watching a, a guy code. Bro, 
Guy Cole was Bruh, left. Bro, I ain't thought about that shit in years, nigga. You had my favorite show what on the MTV, fuck? the uh, RJ Burger show or some shit like that. MTV was legitimately entertainment back then, man. But this is the time, like, we're still transitioning. We're trying to figure out what the fuck we're doing. These niggas dropped this tape, which is an amalgamation of all the artists. And when I say this album is confusing as fuck. You got niggas really trying to do their own thing. You got certain niggas trying to stick to the old thing. Mm. You got like, it makes no sense. Mm. You got Haji literally on every fucking track rapping for dear life. Please don't, <laughs> please don't forget about don't forget me. me. Please don't forget about me. I see niggas powering uh, up around me. Sing, won't you sing? Sing about it. <laughs> and me listening to this tape for the first time. The confusion of listening to P, which is track 12, going into track 13, which is White by Frank Ocean, going into H-Cap by Bello High and Tyler, the Creator. What the fuck are y'all niggas on, boy? Me in the car, listening to White, feeling like crying. <laughs> going back to this shit. She was so beautiful, man. Like, what the fuck? Damn, I hope I don't feel like that when I turn 23. Yeah, me. Yeah. So, I forget. I for, I forget twenty three, dog. <laughs> like I forgot seventeen. Like I forgot seventeen. Man, I'm twenty one. Like, bro, what the fuck? I don't want to forget. <laughs> and then I'm thinking, do I even remember seventeen? <laughs> and now I'm thirty one, bro. Yeah, twenty three. I don't forget every bit of that motherfucker. Who? <laughs> twenty three and shit. The best thing Sid and those niggas did was distance themselves from Tyler and focusing on their own sound. On the internet? With the internet. Boy. The same way Ray and Ghost said the RZA was fucking up the woo by making all those beats sound the same, but in his way, mm-hmm. I feel like that's what fucked up Wolfgang. Nigg- niggas lean too close to Tyler's sound mm-hmm. instead of finding their own sound. And most importantly, niggas wasn't really aligning with their contemporaries, right? Yeah, like, because certain niggas, by this point in time, Certain niggas have their own lane, and they should have stuck to that lane. Frank lane. Ocean was in quote unquote our future, but when this tape dropped, Frank Ocean was, was the, Frank, Frank Ocean, Ocean, bro. This nigga was fucking with Kanye. He was fucking with Hove. He was making songs with Beyonce, mm-hmm. Damo. That nigga should have been fucking with Spitter and Wiz, yeah, and, and doing doing nation. doing song with the cool kids and shit, right? Doing songs with Kid Cudi, doing songs with Chip the Ripper. That's the type of raps you did. That's what you should have did. Haji Beats. That nigga should have been fucking with fucking Raider Clan and That's Denzel Curry and Flatbush Zombies and the Overachievers and shit. Yoda. That's the lane that you in. Do some songs with Audio Push, motherfucking Face Shine or whatever. Do the some fuck. shit. Do something different. Stand out. Mike G. He should have been mixing the comment with the Ajax. Yeah, B. And get scrubbing, dog. Get this yeah. shit sparkling and clean because rap just ain't for him. I'm just saying, Mike G should have been at a car wash or some <laughs> shit, dog. Give me the extra extra shot on my tires. Hey, get, hey go, go down to check and give me some big bufers. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and give me some big bufers. Hey, bro. Let me, get, uh, let me get 20 on Pump 10. That should have been Mike G. I don't get it, man. I, I, like, I understand that at the time. Because this is the cash cow, so why I drift away from the cash cow? Mm-hmm. But some niggas didn't have the foresight to see it. Like Earl, Boom. as soon as they came home, he he did his thing. He, he was himself. doing his thing. But it's like he got the insight because he already saw the downfall of it, and he already seen how niggas was reacting to certain projects and things of that nature. I, because Odd Future was so big at the time, niggas expected Odd Future to carry them forever. You can't do that, bro. You you gotta. I come. can't say that's the way though. Because even when Earl was a jit before he even went away on his own tape, there's a difference between Earl's first tape and Tyler's first tape. 
But I'm not talking so they, about they them. Already, they were the standouts. I'm not talking like they already had their own lane figured out. I'm talking about certain niggas like Mellow High. I'm talking about niggas like Mike G. Like there is no lane for them. Their only lane was Odd Future. Mike G had his own lane, but he ain't pushing hard enough. He was on that more slow. Low key, he was like. I'm not going to say he was the West Coast A-side Rocky, but he was a West Coast nigga doing South Houston, okay, slow right. down, screwed so, up. Right. Okay. Shit, but he ain't pushing on it. it wasn't because he was holding on to the coattails of Odd Future. Exactly. That's what I'm That's saying. What I'm saying. Yeah. Niggas shouldn't have expected Odd Future to last forever. Even if it did, how can you get a bag? That's not how you're going to get your bag, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Do something different. Do different shit. And then when Odd Future does what every group does eventually, you start breaking down, niggas get bitter. Yeah. Niggas want to argue about shit instead of saying like, "Why don't you do more for me?" Yeah, why don't you? Fucking song, what man? did you do? I'm gonna keep it funky. You listen to um a lot of these projects, they weren't good. They sounded like Odd Future tape throwaways. Like, bro, rap about something. How many times from twenty from 2009 to 2012? How many times can I hear about this bitch in your trunk? <laughs> like, bro, how many? Like, we're growing too. And that's where Tyler, Sid, and um, Earl changed because as they got older, their music got older with them. A lot of these niggas they was evolved. Rapping, they evolved. A lot yeah. of these niggas was in the same, doing the same exact shit you've been doing, bro. Nobody cares. How much synth can you put on a beat? How much scratches and shit can it sound like a demon is in the room? We get it, boy. You're dark. How many you're, cops you, can you kill in one song? Yeah, we get it. You're dark. You're diluted. You're depressed. Nigga. Do something different uh. because we're getting older too. Do nigga. a flip, bro. Do a flip. Uh. Do a kick flip, nigga. And the thing about that, it's not it's not even limited to you being a jit, you being 19, 20, 20, 21, 22. Mm-hmm. We was 27 when we started this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we was 27 turning 28 when we started this podcast. And a podcast two or three years ago doesn't sound like the podcast, podcast now. Man. Because we're growing and evolving and figuring out how to be better and how we can contribute to our art and be the best niggas within this capacity of multimedia we can fucking be. And that's one thing I like about this podcast because, yeah, last week was an amazing episode last week, but nigga. That, that was last that week. That was last week. Yeah. That's why like you don't really hear references from, from our past episodes and shit like that because, I right, we did that. That was then. What are we going to give the listeners now? What fire do we got for these niggas now? How can we keep shit fresh instead of, all right, bro, that shit worked last week. Let's just refry that bitch and give it to the listeners again. Nah, that's not how we operate. We got to keep the content new. Um, keep it going, headed back towards um, our future volume two. First time I really heard Frankie Waters rap on Oldie. And the cryptic message with Frank Ocean making him being bisexual I'm part high of his role. I'm by no way I'm straight. Uh, I'm Wrong. high. That no, shit hit different. No, no, no bullshit. Uh-huh. When I first, 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 first heard that bar, Yoda. I raised the eyebrows. Did you get it? Why would you say, why would you say that? Um, because even with all the shit that all the shit they were saying, it just felt weird. Like you never you never talk like that. Why uh, you why would you yeah. say that? <laughs> and yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm high and I'm high. Got a flush for the folks, man. That's a lot. That's what's uh, what's he said about the ounce? That's a lot for a day. Mm-hmm. Not enough for a week, though. He was <laughs> talking, man. Yeah, Frank Ocean spit his fucking ass off on basically one of the best verses on Odie. Uh, I would have rather have ODB uh, a Frank Ocean song. Let me get let me get six, ODB. I would. What did you say? I would rather have ODB. Oh, ODB. Okay. Yeah. Add that to the AKAs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather have ODB, a Frank Ocean song. Let me get two 16s on the hook. Frank do be rapping his ass off. Um, but our future tape volume two, 
This shit came and it fucking went. Can't say that. It didn't come and go, bro. It didn't, it didn't stick. No, it did. Because it, it, when it came out in 2012, so like it's what? It's been a year, a full year, right? Mm-hmm. All right, compared to niggas pushing P mm-hmm. and how it's everybody mm-hmm. talking about it, you got motherfucking Gap Twitter and um, fucking, who did I see, bro? I saw some nut ass company. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers was tweeting, P? we pushing P and some other nut shit, right? Mm. We go back two, three years ago, drip or drown. Mm. You feel me? We go back a year ago. If you talked about Gunner, you know, you were talking about Gunner a certain type of way. Yeah. Fast forward to current times, everybody's pushing P and it's a meme. Yeah. That's what I feel like is the same thing. When I've... we when we first heard our future mm-hmm. in 2011, when Yonkers dropped and she was a little more raw and uncut, yeah. shit wasn't as pretty. Once you get to this point, it's you got white boys wearing donut socks and supreme hats and it's mainstream and I want to take pictures with you niggas and I got a store on fucking Fairfax or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Not a pop-up shop. A legitimate storefront is different. So for us, it was like, okay, this shit ain't as hard as what we knew these niggas would be. But niggas was little... These little niggas... Eating this shit The high school, middle school niggas, they was eating this shit up, bro. We watched it become a corporation. We watched it go go from an idea... This shit turned into Pepsi, man. Yeah. I wish another thing with Frank Ocean. I wish Snow White was a Frank Ocean song. Let me get the rest of that hook. That hook seemed a little too abrupt. The the Haji B song. I hate that shit. I, I love like I love the Frank, what Frank was doing on that shit. I ain't like that shit at all. I didn't like the beat. The beat is what soured it for me at all. Take the, take Haji Daddy's off. That nigga doing some other things right now. Man. Transition. Bird talk. <laughs> and this week's bird talk topics on some real old head shit. Touch me. Bird Talk Take One. Yesterday's boot is not today's boot. <laughs> Fat Joe's getting roasted for tucking his Bugle Boy jeans and some Yeezy moon boots to match the Carhartt jacket and shit, right? Uh-huh. The fit wasn't bad, but them boots look not nutty boots, as bro. hell. Boy, them boots look like the sand pit that Bubba Fett fell into, Come nigga. Come on, boy. Paint them shits gold and those are some no limit tanks on your feet, boy. Bruh. Them shit look like combat boots for a Desert Storm Robocop out this motherfucker. What was this nigga doing? Zero bro? Dark 30 head ass Navy SEAL looking ass nigga. Niggas found Saddam Hussein in them boots, dog. <laughs> boy. Fat Joe look like he bought them boots with three goats and a handful of frankincense, nigga. Looking like a nativity scene, Arabian Night, Magic Carpet looking ass boots, nigga. Fuck that nigga, <laughs> boy. Fuck is that nigga doing, man? Bro, that nigga's trying Those to Those cool. boots are haram, dog. <laughs> and somebody needs to atone for them boots. Astaghfirullah. Lord, bind these boots and repent in thy name, my nigga. The boots ain't kosher, dog. What the fuck? The boots is not halal, bro. The boots is not halal, dog. The boots is haram. Haram, nigga. Joey Crack, what is you doing, God? You trying to be cool, bro. You see? For fucking what? You Joey Crack, nigga. You don't got to do that shit. Just pull out another one of the 100 Air Force Ones, Air Force Ones Let's that you have out the collection. Air Force One? Air Force One? Oh, Air Force One. Oh, Air Force Joey Crack, man. Grab oh, one of them Air Force Ones. You can lick the bottom of every new one of yeah. them shits. And I'll be right. I'm going to like every picture, bro. For real. This, this is what the nigga said in response to him getting roasted. He says, what the fuck do you mean by dress your age? I don't know if you know this, but I've been fly and now it's working against me now. I'm getting backlash for being so fly and I want to know why I can't be fresh. Those Yeezy boots are sold out. So, 
seeing how this is the Our Future episode, and we saw how Lil Wayne was dressing when he was 32, yeah, running was... behind Our Future, what you got to say about this shit? Yeah, B, just because it's sold out on Hypebeast don't mean it's for you, man. I see a grown man in some fucking space cadet boots look like he about to go on a fucking moonwalk and shit like that. That don't make it hot. Let right, the kids man. do it. Let the kids do whatever the fuck they going to do. Ain't no way, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Crack, and I mean this with all due respect. And I mean this with all due respect because I had a TS chain and fight for New York. Yoda. I swapped between my Rockefeller chain and my TS chain, my nigga. Yeah. This is the Running Trips podcast. So you know it's nothing but love. But you got to slow down, Gramps. Yeah. Don't be the old head. Don Cartagena is 51 years old in moon boots, bro. Nah, that's not a way. That's wave. worse than Hove and Chocolantis with sandals on. With sandals or jeans on, bro. Is it worse? It's way worse, bro. I feel like it's the same. No, it's not the same. Because Hove was fucking my age wearing jeans, useful jeans. But the jeans, but how the jeans laid on the chocolate, <laughs> the same, the same energy Hove had Fat with Joe the bootcut jeans. His bugle boy it's the jeans. same energy. <laughs> the same energy of how the boots Bruh, laid on this top is of Don Cartagena <laughs> and Moon Boots. Lead the boots to Uzi and Don Tolliver, my nigga. Yeah, man, You're not the Don for these boots, my nigga. Nah. You are Don Cartagena. Leave that to Don Tolliver, bro. That's not me and What's fly. wrong with that fucking fly-ass red Pelly Pelly jacket you had in 2004? Well, you can pull Bring it that off. Bring that shit back. And, Bring the leathers. And, and some raps with Griselda and shit, man. What happened to I wear nothing but old Versace loose-fitting um, button-ups? What happened, bro? Yeah. This nigga had the uh, the cream, the buttercream Pelly Pelly, too. Yeah. In that one video, bro. What, like, what the fuck? Yeah, boy. You're Joey Crack, bro. Not Joey Flamboyant. Nah. And the worst part about this whole situation is the fit wasn't that bad. It man. was the boots that ruined right. the fit. That nigga could have grabbed the fucking sea glass dunks, the lows. Put those put on. And you sh- fucking straight. You winning. What the f- nigga, man? You winning, bro. Throw some off-white fours on that motherfucker, dog. The Mob Johns. You, you, you killing this shit, bro. First of all, think about it, bro. You moon had to moon. sit down on your bed. Never you- been a Puerto Rican in a space. This nigga want to wear a moon boot. You had to tuck your jeans into the boots unless they got a zipper on the side like oh, shorty man. boots. And I don't think they got a zipper <laughs> on the side. What's going on, bro? That makes no sense. Uh, dress your age is absolutely Them boots thing. got all that insulation in the motherfucker. Everybody style. needs discretion, bro. Bubble coat ass boots, Joey dog. Crack, Why? Joey Crack trying to take a, a toothbrush to his moon boots to wipe up the blood, bro. Yeah, bro. That don't make no that fucking don't make sense. sense. Joey the gangster would not Stop wear those it, boots. Man. Stop it. Please. No. What's that movie when Joey got pushed on the train tracks? The movie with Q-Tip. With Q-Tip, Q-tip push on? Yeah, Q- yeah. yeah, what Q-Tip at? <laughs> push that nigga out these boots. <laughs> we need the abstract poetic to push this yeah. nigga out his boots. Push this. <laughs> I want to say that was prison song or some shit. Some shit. Yeah, yeah push that nigga out his Mary boots. Mary J was in that shit, right? I think so. Yeah, looking fine, boy. Mary yeah. J know how to look fine. Still, she still look fine, dog. Hey, you shorty, watch the pilot, too. Shout out to you, Monet. I got 71 more days. Mary J Blige, shout out to me, I man. ain't never told. I got I got a power book for you to look at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> Bro, talk, take two. <laughs> Little mama. <laughs> Low, you know, little mama, right? Yeah, um, my lip gloss is popping. Right, my lip gloss is popping. She got pretty now. Little mama posted some nut ass shit saying, in her words, there's so many black women bent over on social media, you would think that shit was a mass mandate. I get it, you grown, but every day though, what day are you classy? Just hanging out with the fam, actually working, this shit's embarrassing. And all I gotta say is, shut up! Bro, where the tomatoes at? 
Man, These wish. hoes is hoes 24-7. That is them being 365 classy. for 52 weeks back to back to back to back to back boom, out boom, this motherfucker, boom. man. I was in these streets from October to December in Atlanta, nigga. Yoda. And guess what? Talk this shit me. don't fucking stop. It don't. Little mama asking which day these hoes want to be classy, and the answer is no fucking days. Yeah, that's them being classy. What the fuck is you saying? If the pussy is not out, I'm being classy today. Because I got to fit where the pink is out. This is All me being classy. What day they hanging out with the fam? Shorty son stay at grandma's house. What the fuck you talking yeah. about? Hang out with the fam. We, we got number The house is halfway through their season. Fuck you talking about hang out with the fam. Yeah. It's almost uh, uh, all-star weekend out this motherfucker. Shorty got a shift. Hang out with the fam? Yo, die. I need to get this money, man. Let these hoes be hoes. Where the kids going to sleep at? These hoes being hoes is very important to our economy. Uh. Atlanta's financial future is based off what these hoes is doing and buying. It's a tourist trap. What the fuck are you saying? Shorty want to pose in a dress, bent over, showing everybody her ruby rose, mm-hmm. and end up on my explore page. How else am what I supposed to... What little how, mother? Mind your goddamn business. Uh, shit. How, how else am I supposed to appreciate that $3,200 BBL if Shorty's not bent the fuck over? Make me fucking Come mad, on. man. The same ones that don't want nobody else's lip gloss to pop. How judgmental can you be? These shorties is over here trying to get fashion over curve checks, and you over here hating. I need Ruby Rose's lip gloss to pop ah. and splatter a little bit on my face. Woo! What you just talking about, man? Yeah, you left Ruby a little bit. Ruby Rose, just you. pop your lip gloss a little bit. Left a little bit on me. Better splatter a little bit on my shrimp, man. Yeah, man, these bent over hoes is my demographic. You know what I'm saying? Man, you're business, man. Yo, try to eat. <laughs> Bird Talk Take 3, going to the hotlines. Ah! Run that number one time, bro. 404-445-4645. It's just sad. sad. My nigga, <laughs> finally, bro. All right, you want to start off light? You want to start off heavy? Let's lighten it up. Light. Okay, 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 okay. First one, this is a 404. is local. Man. I don't know if this one is a light one. Let me start off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't fuck my whole head up. All right, yeah, because that one was definitely about you. Uh, three, two, one is it's, uh, Orlando, Orlando, right? Orlando. Orlando. Go ahead and read this, John, boy. Read that for the folks. Kanye is spreading rumors that Pete Davidson has AIDS. LOL. I need to know what y'all think of this. <laughs> That's a completely responsible thing to do. <laughs> Alexa, play My Hate and Joy by Schoolboy Q. <laughs> <laughs> I've said worse. I've said worse about, about niggas with the bitch that I want. Yeah, I've said fucking worse. IG shit put pedophilia on a nigga one time. Like, yo, I ain't trying to make it hot, but I know that nigga's fucking around with like a little 15, 14 year old. I don't know if he was or not, but I knew he was with the bitch I wanted. That was like 2015, 2016. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I ruined that nigga's reputation. <laughs> wow, man. I ruined that nigga. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, G shit, like. And you wanted that bitch bad. I, and I got her for that brief moment in time. Yeah, just but, for what to happen. Life, dog. Life, 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 life is life. life comes but at fast. the end of the day, I, niggas was looking at him funny, not me. This is exactly why I don't fuck with married women. It's called Crimes of Passion for a reason. I don't want to be in no fucking murder documentary, mm. whether me being a victim or be, me being the aggressor. The last thing I need is my fucking high school graduation picture to turn into a fucking black and white. Yeah, it get inverted. Yeah, the inver- colors get... <laughs> instead <laughs> of negatives. <laughs> turn it to a negative filter. Yeah, yeah. Your eyes highlighted yeah, red and shit like man. that. Like, you fucking with... A married woman, a married man with kids involved, yeah. niggas be acting out. Especially man. a nigga that's been diagnosed bipolar. Niggas are acting out. Kanye West has a bar that I carry with me to this day. I'm not afraid to lose a fist fight. 
That nigga bought the crib next to where his shorty stay at. You think he's afraid of saying Pete Davidson has AIDS? <laughs> what the fuck? That's light work. You lucky this nigga ain't get the Goodyear blimp to, to fly over that nigga crib. Hey, Pete Davidson is lucky that this nigga didn't get him, get him affected with AIDS. Yeah, like, actually get this nigga AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I will authenticate these claims. Yo, Kanye West is a lot richer than Pete Davidson. Yeah, with a lot more resources. For sure. Yeah. It only take one retired Southside ass gangsta ass nigga to cover Pete Davidson at a show with a needle and really, like, yeah, fuck po- shit up. Yeah, bump into a nigga and poke him with a needle. And like, goddamn, was that a beast thing, nigga? Yeah, bro. My yeah. bad, I ain't cut Killer my nails. <laughs> Killer bees, yeah. Yeah, down the area. I'm all about hating on niggas when they deserve to be hated on. Do I think there's a limit? No. But I also think you got to know, like, the situation that you're in for real. Is it worth it, Pete? Is it? Would it be worth it for you? Nah, it wouldn't be worth it. Kim K? Nah, it wouldn't. You sure? Money-wise, yes. But, like, Kim K to me is not a prize, for real. Boy, you drunk as hell. It's not a prize for me. Like, there's certain certain shorties it would be worth it for. Yeah, definitely. Just not Kim K. So, right at this moment, Kim K is not the prize. Nah, I don't think she's a prize for real. Like, money-wise, yes. Kim K could solve every fucking problem that I have. But, like, wifey-wise, am I going to risk it all? How is she not wifey? She's not wifey to me, man. What you mean? For me. Me, personally. Shorty got her three kids. That glorious white woman. I'm good, bro. Every black man's dreams. <laughs> I'm good. Her hands don't match her face. Uh, what Hovey said on um, Don't Be a Medicine uh, South Asia? Uh, don't Be a Medicine South Central? Milk of Magnesia. Milk of Magnesia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Like, money wise, yeah. Um, I hop on that Kim K train ASAP, bro. I told Shorty, like, yo, I got school loans. I'm on the train, loans. too. If you're on the train, I'm on the train, too. <laughs> I got school loans kicking kick, kick my ass. Sure. And she about to get um she about to get Hoover keep out of jail. Keep up with Kardashians. Can you keep up with Trista? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and your kids. Yeah, me. I'm <laughs> it's a little. This is it's a different type of Sunday service, man. Uh, yeah, it's for real on this side. For real. <laughs> <laughs> with this train, ain't no room. You guys for real on this fucking road. <laughs> Oh man, that's a wild <laughs> complex news ass thing. Like, yo, Kim Kardashian contracts AIDS for running shit like that. I'm Speedy Mormon with complex news. I'm Speedy Mormon. Telling y'all, yo, they might bring Jinx back. It's your boy Jinx. I had to Jersey come back. Jinx, though. Yeah, Jersey Jinx back with pigeons and planes. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. The running trips boys. These trips that niggas get Kim K HIV, bro. <laughs> I ain't no doing this shit, man. Yeah, man. I wonder how Emily Oberg doing. She good, man. What about the other Johns? Which other Johns? Yeah, Emily Oberg and you had Shorty, Sporty Shorty. (sighs) I thought that was Emily Oberg. Nah, Emily Oberg was the white one. You had like the the light skin Johns. Was very sporty. Oh, yeah, the blonde Johns. Yeah, very tomboyish. Hey. How she doing? I forgot her name. Running Triz listeners, bring Shorty to us. Hey, bring Jalissa over here too. Jalissa from 106. Yeah, shit. Well, bring bring Taina from from Yeah, Taina, man. Christina something. You know Shorty was in Brink. That's Shorty from Brink. What? Yeah. Uh, don't, yeah, yeah, it all makes sense. Yeah. We'll Dawson as well. Fuck it. She if we're gonna really do it. Dasha Polanco, more than enough room on the trips for her. Oh, for sure. We need a caboose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man? You know what I'm saying? Conductor, we have a problem. <laughs> Conductor, we have a problem. <laughs> Bro, this has nothing to do with the bird talk. Let me go on to the next one, man. Let me go on to the next one. All right. Um, this is the local number I, I was saving. So you this do the problematic one? Yeah, for you. It's heavy? Least. Not for me, though. Read it to the folks. It's a four phone number. 
Read it to the folks, nigga. Try to remember this number because I feel like you're disrespecting me. Low crying about losing two girls. What did Low learn from losing two girls? Yeah, what you learn, fuck, nigga? First of all, I mean, nah. Thank you for messaging. You know what I mean? I don't think I was crying. I think I was crying. I was bitching a little bit. But I, was, I wasn't bitching about me losing two shorties. I was bitching about the situation. No, like, you was bitching about losing two shorties. How I lose two shorties in the same day is what I was more mad about as opposed to losing two you shorties. You better than me. I've never done that. I've lost, I've lost two bitches in the same week. That's what I'm saying. Like I've lost two bitches in the same weekend. It was just weird how it happened. Like, nigga, I lose, I lose a bitch a day, dog. It is what it is, dog. I got a hole in my pocket. That's nothing to be proud of either. <laughs> huh. I don't know if I learned anything. I think it just reinvigorated like past lessons. Like just keep lying to bitches for real. Um, lying is what got you in the situation we get with. Nah, because I told the truth is what got me in the situation. Honesty is never the best policy. Nah, seriously though, what did I learn? I guess, I guess if I'm if realistically if I'm choosing to be emotionally available, I can't have two birds I'm emotionally available with. I gotta like. Yes, you can. Nah, I gotta say yeah, that can. shit. You can't be Justin. honest. I'm not, it, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm speaking from experience. I've done it. I've been emotionally available, trying to figure out which genres I want, mm-hmm. and I let I let these genres know what's what's what. But that's weird though, because just like last week, it's called being I, an adult. It's not being an adult because no shorty is gonna wait for you to be emotionally available for them. It's just like the shit we was talking about last week. If a bird came and told me, "Hey, bro, I'm emotionally opened up to two niggas. I just need you to wait till I figure out what you want." I'm not gonna wait. And I don't expect the bird to wait for me. I don't expect the shorty to wait for me. To be- <laughs> that's not waiting. It's called dating. That's what dating is. That's the difference not- between dating and exclusively me, dating. Yeah, but that ex- to, for me to exclusively date somebody, I have to figure out I want to be with them. Did you state that originally? I told shorties I was digging them. You see, that? bro, you still in high school with this shit, man. I dig you. Okay, cool. You, you we're dig gonna, go, We're going to study and shit. But nah, I did tell um, Black Bree. Before all the bullshit communication, you told her that she was it. That's the only one. Yeah, I said, and she was at the time, sort of. <laughs> she was so the you only. Lied. No, I won't lie because she was the only one at the time when I decided to let um, Brownbury go. Blackbury, I was the only one I was emotionally invested in. I was just trying to get nah, this, whatever. Bro. I was I'm just not trying to get the rhythm. Bullshit. It's the truth. No, it's not. How is it's it not, not the, the truth? fucking truth? You think I'm stupid? What's you think the I truth? can't keep a mental timeline? What the fuck you talking about? So what's the truth? <laughs> I'm not explaining the truth to you. I just said the truth. You said the truth. Ah, cool, the lesson the, the I truth learned. Was the, truth. <laughs> the lesson I learned yeah, nigga, is, yeah. yeah, I can be only emotionally available with one shorty. Don't try. What's the lesson? I can only be emotionally available with one shorty. That's what, not what fucked you up. What fucked me up? <laughs> You're not letting the other bitch know about the other bitch. That doesn't do anything though, because as soon as I let shorty know about the other shorty, shorty skated off. What did being emotionally available have to do with shorty feeling like you're not spending enough time with her? She was saying. I'm not. Um, I'm not making time with her. And shit no, like I, that. I know that part. I'm saying, what is it about what you're saying applies to what she said? I didn't have time for shorty. That's the truth. What is, I'm saying, what does emotional availability have to do with making time? Because I was invested in two shorty. Shorty didn't have all my time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm invested in a shorty, I got to be invested in said shorty. I was playing the field. Which is nothing wrong with man. So it's not wrong. But I don't see how me 30s, telling man. two shorties I'm talking to each other is gonna solve an issue. Like, hey, I'm talking to the birds. If they can't accept the shit, then they're gonna be gone either way. And if they accept the shit, they're gonna respect you for telling the truth. I've never met a shorty who said, "Yo, I'm talking to more than one shorty that respected me for saying the truth." Okay, that's fine. I understand that you haven't met them. I'm telling you, that's what it is. I don't think anybody. I, I would love to meet Shorty who I say, "Yo, man, 
I got a few I got a few things flocking right now and they cool with it easy. So you think every woman in the city of Atlanta expects you to only be talking to them? No, but every woman in the city of Atlanta doesn't expect me to tell them the truth. So the, I'm saying the, the even, truth, even the even, question was posed even, after the fact. So so my thing is mm-hmm. from experience, I'd rather be honest and then be than be forced to be honest. Because a woman don't ask you nothing for your benefit. So I'd rather just say, fuck it. This is what it is. If you're going to tweak about it, you're going to tweak about it anyway. So if you're going to tweak about it, I get my overnight bag with my toothpaste in it. If the question was gone. posed early into the situation, I would have said the same thing. Like, yeah, I'm talking a few things. When the question was posed, I guess is when Shorty was feeling shit. Like, I can't do nothing about that. Regardless. I know you can't do anything about I would have Shorty the same time. answer. But in you know, a situation like that, ain't nothing to ask if you already put it out in the open. Like, But Shorty will be gone. And she gonna be gone either way. I don't see a shorty that's staying around for me to figure out what. That's I why really you lost want. the bitch as well, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying regardless, either if, lose a bitch now, lose a bitch later. <laughs> either you lose a bitch now, lose a yeah. bitch later. But I'm more, I'm more proactive on my shit. I'm like, bro, if this bitch ain't gonna, but what did saying? that solve? Being proactive with telling a shorty like I'm talking. To that's problematic. Because if she gonna leave, she gonna leave either way. If she stick around, then maybe something but else I do will fuck if it up. I, <laughs> It's way easier not having to worry about no nut shit in that capacity. Like fuck it, you going But there's always going to be something to worry about. I'd rather not worry about that. You don't have an omelet either. Yeah, so you sure these all got a spatula. What you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? I got seventy one days, boy. What? Well, I say like, I'm cracking all types of eggs, nigga. And it's not like that really changed anything. Seventy one days I'm whipping yoke, boy. Bro. <laughs> I'm whipping big yolk. Get boy. the egg whites out of here. I am getting yoked the fuck up. Nigga, stop playing with me. Man. I'm hungry as hell just thinking about all the egg and all the shells I'm going to crack, nigga. It's a wild thing, <laughs> boy. fuck, boy. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So our last one, this mm-hmm. is a jersey number. And shout out to Shorty, bro. She, she's going to turn into a, I ain't going to say the every code for right now. But she's turning into like a recurring um, character on the show. We might have to give her some publishing or some shit. Read that, Jones. Okay. Do I, do I say Shorty's name? Yeah, read the shit. Yo, it's Karish from Jersey. Karish, nigga. Respect her South Asian heritage, nigga. Yo, it's Karish from Jersey. Last episode was surging with hostility, and I want to say I think it's way over. <laughs> Y'all too Read joking. that part again. Read that first part. Uh, say it again. <laughs> yo, yo, it's Karish from Jersey. Last episode was surging with hostility. Surging with hostility. I don't think I was. never heard that kind of shit before. And I wanted to say, I think it's way overdue. Y'all two joke a lot about hardships, but y'all are honest and mostly transparent with yourselves and rarely mask how you feel. And I feel like this is the first time on the podcast where you guys declared your boundaries. It's cool to talk about shit you don't like and dismiss the bullshit, but you two made a statement about what you will not... But you two made a statement about what will not be accepted, and I think that it shows growth and self-awareness. What do we say? I said I'm not... Mess with no bum bitches. I can't be an adult outside of a relationship. If you're looking to be with a man just so he can provide for you, that's not yeah, a relationship. That's not the way. Fuck that. Yeah, that, that's the. I'm assuming that's what she said. Just based off what she just said, then Shorty deserves her degree right now. She ain't got it yet. Yeah, she's a. Yeah, you better you better turn that text in. Yeah, that's matter your fact, thesis right there. Matter of fact, whoever your professor is, link them in the trust set. We got words for them. I will say um, on top of what she said, she kind of do open my eyes because. She's right. Like, I'll dismiss the hell out of some shit, and I ain't going to involve myself in shit I don't like, but 
I definitely see myself like, bro, I'm not standing for that. I'm not accepting it. Like, no wiggle room. I'm not, uh, especially this is something I'm good for. Like, mm-hmm. seeing that you have good qualities and, you know, accepting some bullshit. Because, I'm saying, that's how you, everybody everybody got a little flaw to them. I got mm-hmm. hella flaws. So, G-shit. I'm saying, I, I, do other how, I do others how I want to be done. So, I'm always good for, like, okay, she might be weak in this area or yada, yada, yada. But I can see she has a good heart. Man, fuck all that. Mm. If you ain't doing what I like, you're gone. <laughs> well, nah, that's <laughs> out of here. I'm not wasting my time. G uh. shit, that's the energy that we see all the time. That's the energy we try to sidestep for real, for real. But it's the truth. Like I've never noticed it before because I be compromising my ass off for real, for real. Compromise. That's the word. I be. I really do be. Compromising that shit out the window. Myself. I ain't compromising a goddamn thing. Especially when comp- uh, when the compromise is not not reciprocated for real, for real. Because I be feeling like I G shit just because of. I have a way longer fuse than Twa does. My patience is way longer than Twa. I be dealing with a lot more shit. And then when I do a little nothing, I be like, damn, I can't get the, you know what I mean? I can't get the mouse back back. I can't get the leeway back that I've been giving you. So nah, nah, fuck that. All, all the way, fuck that. Thank you, Kareem, Shorty. I appreciate you. If you need a reference with one of your professors or whatever, holla at me. I'm if you sorry. need a character witness. Yeah, whatever you need, girl. Boom. Uh, um, what's some shits be called, man? Uh, uh. Sponsor, and <laughs> hey, sure if you need a sponsor, hot your boy. You know what I'm talking about? Transition pre gaming, pre gaming for pre gaming. Number four within the supreme mathematics also represents freedom. Mm-hmm. So in hindsight, ten years later, for all the street running black kids, alternative black kids, the emo black kids, skaters, and all the little niggas in between. If you had to say, what does our future mean when it comes to freedom within our culture? Shit. It meant you didn't have to conform to what everybody said you had to conform to, bro. Everybody knows what they expect from the stereotypical black team, man. How hood you got to be. You can't be having fun like they be having fun for real. You can't be. You want a skateboard, my nigga? What the fuck? You Kareem Campbell? Nah. Fuck that. You got to be moving these grams and shit like that. You got to be fighting every day. Odd future show like, yo. I could be alternative black, but I could be hood as fuck as well, nigga. How I dress and how I move doesn't dictate who the fuck I am, nigga. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. I could be on my wild boy bullshit. I could be on my fucking... We saw fucking TK before he started really tweaking. Yeah. Like G shit. Yeah, Compton ass Terry, bro. We saw how the nigga... That was... I'm saying... That's when I was a jit. Terry Kennedy, nigga. (laughs) The big TK But if if you're Terry Kennedy then, you got to be Terry Terry Kennedy Kennedy now. now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a wild thing That's to say, a boy. fucking wild bar That's to say, boy, man. But nah, he proved it, man. Like, you could literally be whatever the fuck you wanted, and it didn't fucking matter. For real, for real. It proved, like, what other niggas think about you, nobody cares. Because you look at Tyler, man. Like, you look how that nigga was dressed Motherfuckers going to move either way. Mm-hmm. Regardless if you do or you don't. You don't got to follow The game going on. Just like playing ball, nigga. Whether you get in... A three on three on a court, bro. Whatever you, whether you play or not, it's gonna keep fucking moving. Regardless of how you play, the game gonna keep fucking moving. So don't be caught up in what I should do, what I shouldn't do. Black is black, and that's what I really like about how our future is moving and shit. Because even I will see like little tweets and interviews and shit, and niggas be talking about. I understand why. Um, all we got is these white fans, and yeah. it's like. So fucking what? It doesn't matter. Just because you see these white faces doesn't mean you're not influencing these black kids out here. Because I saw firsthand mm-hmm. 
I witnessed it with my own eyes that a lot of these black skaters, even out here, they was heavily influenced by our future. And they were liberated, you know, from feeling like outcasts and shit. And one thing you need to understand is just because niggas is hating on you don't mean they got shit figured out either. And a very uh, an important lesson I have to these learn. These dope boys suicidal yeah. too. Bruh, them niggas who's your haters are just as lost as you is. I'm saying right now, these dope boys got big mommy issues too. Well, I'm telling like you right you, now, bro. I'm related to some of these niggas. You can't hide bro. that shit on an Echo t-shirt, my <laughs> nigga. <laughs> you say their mama first name, niggas liable to start crying, boy. <laughs> You you ask a nigga why he's a junior but he's never met his father. You ask on his knees. You ask that nigga why he has he's the only one with that last name. Nigga might start crying. Bro, how come all your brothers and sisters light skin but you you know you dark like me? For real. Wait, y'all brothers? Wait, nah. His last name is Johnson and your last name is is Williams. (laughs) Yeah, and God forbid that's the brother that's closer to my dukes. And let me find out your mom got a different last name from Johnson and Williams. So don't be fooled, man. Just because you suburban or whatever, this yeah. nigga, I know niggas that really jug the fuck out. High key suicidal, man. Boom. Niggas living and chasing that thrill and going back to back, getting in real shootouts. Yeah. Running from the police on some real shit. Niggas be really fucked up. That was their future. Niggas calling me at 2 a.m. talking about, oh, Twy, can you speak some sense to me? I'm like, bro, what the fuck you want from me, man? You You're two me. years older than me. Yeah, but you got shit figured out. <laughs> Nigga, I'm 19 years old, bro. <laughs> oh, God, bro. Now you over here quoting Nas to a nigga. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to keep this real, real brief, bro. When I was, had to be like 19, this is when I was going to GPC, right? Mm-hmm. And I was fucking with this one shorty. Not even really fucking with her, but we was cool. And her brother, um, I want to say their family was from the south side or the, or the east side, one of the sides, right? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he, he was really like real. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not no just street shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In every sense of the terms. So if I'm 19, bro, I had to be like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. I met that nigga once. This was back when you really didn't see face tats like that on black niggas. Yeah, no. You would see face tats on like white boys and like the rock, not like the rock scene and shit, but you really didn't see too many face niggas tats on face niggas tats like that for real. Bro, nigga saying, bro, I like you, nigga. I like you. What's your number? I'm like, bro, I don't want to be fucking with you, man. I'm trying to pipe your sister, bro. Mm. But I don't want you to kill me either. <laughs> Here's my phone number. This nigga would hit my line, man. Two, three o'clock in the morning. Hey, bye, bye. What's going on? I'm like, what's going on, bro? Niggas damn near be fucking in tears, dog. We're fucking Rocco playing in the background, <laughs> my nigga. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> real shit. For real, for real. Nigga talking about, hey, bro, I just threw up, man. I miss all this whoop whoop with this, and I already know that. I ain't supposed to be doing it, but I got to do it up. I saw I think about the last thing you said to me. I'm like, I can't be living like that. When my mama get out of jail, whoop, 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 I can't. I'm like, bro, I got an early civilization test. I'm trying to not fail in the morning, nigga. I can't keep failing all these prerequisites, bro. I'm on end of my fucking rope. You telling me over here that your mama in jail? You're suicide, I'm sure. Bro, what you, what you want me to do? Where your sister at? A 20-year-old... Where your sister at, buddy? A 20-year-old low thinking shorty want to kick it with me because I'm flying, I'm jiggy. Not knowing that when she kicks it with me and my family, that's the only time she gets stability. The only time, bro. Me, 20 years old, trying to drop shorty off. And I'm like, yo, you could tell... Someone shorty with her dad? Yeah. With the, with, with the dad? Yeah, with the dad. Me dropping, uh, sh- me dropping shorty off and then saying like, yo, man, I ain't no wild ass rape. I already piped. Why don't you let me drop you off at your crib? And she's saying, this is my crib. You dropping shorty off at a woman's shelter. <laughs> oh, <hey. laughs> it's not supposed to be funny, but funny. that's it, real life. 
I'm 20 years old and I can't grasp this because I'm going back home to my mama Chris. Yeah, bro. Warmth. Warmth. I've yeah. never had to worry about a shelter. I've had to worry about a lot of shit. Bro. But I always had a plate, you know what I mean? I could put my 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 head down somewhere. Yeah. And niggas wonder like <laughs> and because of that stability, niggas thinking we have the answers to some shit. Nigga, I'm just as fucked up as you, I'm just a different type of fucked up. Yeah, for sure, man. The same way when you were that shelter thinking about killing yourself, <laughs> I've been the wolf of my home. <laughs> Thinking the same thoughts. Dealing with your generational curses and shit. Well, shit, man. Freedom. Let freedom ring, brother. Let freedom ring. All right. Transition. Meat and potato time. Nigga, where's the meat? Episode 140. Wolfgang killed them all. Brother Lona Wells. Yo, da. For our new booty, fresh out the coochie listeners Mm -hmm. that may not know shit about our future. Bless them with a... Supreme summary of who the fuck these niggas is, man. Odd Future was a collective of rappers, influencers, producers, and overall badass kids who came together for fashion, music, skateboarding, and overall teenage fuck shit. At the helm was Tyler the Creator, The Voice. The Damn nigga, you reading that off Wikipedia, bro? Nah. <laughs> okay, that's a hella uh the sound professional? Yeah, bro. Right. That's your pristine, nigga. Yeah, Go ahead, bro. At the helm of who? At the helm you had Tyler the Creator, who was basically the voice and the overall leader of Mastermind. The mastermind for real. You didn't know how smart that nigga was. Why? Because that nigga was screaming the F word for homosexuals and smacking mannequins in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Not knowing when that nigga got behind closed doors, I'm putting together a clothing. Oh, that- speaking of the F word, we got a permission. For one f bomb per episode, I don't even know if he if he has authority. We can say it. He claims we have for educational for purposes, educational purposes. Yeah. But now that he's saying, I don't even want to chance it, it because yeah. I feel like there's eyes on me now. Is he gonna use it? I ain't gonna use it. Though. It's like when um Delroy Lindo told the white boys yeah, to say, say it. Yeah, say, say it. it. Nah, I'm not say gonna say it. it. Yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. But y'all know the f word. Yeah, the f word. known for man. Tyler got some motherfucking nerve, bro. Mm-hmm. All them white boys you kissing, nigga. Bruh. Allegedly kissing. We don't even, we don't even know, bro. Nigga said he had a couple of uh, <laughs> uh, Dylan Sprouses. That nigga says a lot of shit, man. Yeah, I don't boy. know what the fuck's what. Hey, I'm not gay. I just want to boogie to some Marvin. He said that too. He did say that. Mm. He came out the gay saying that. Yeah. First first time I heard I him. I ain't gay. I ain't boogie to Marvin. Yeah. What else? What else are you saying about the futures, bro? Nah, man. You had Tyler Mastermind and you had everybody... In Odd Future, which was different to me from every collective at its time, everybody had their lane. Everybody had something they were specifically good at. Not even the niggas who was doing the music for real, like niggas who were non-rappers. You had Taco doing funny nut ass shit. You had Elboy doing uh, nutty fun ass shit. In hindsight, if you ask me, I feel like that was one of the biggest flaws. You think so? Hell yeah, man. I feel like, I mean, at that time, you know, it's a try and error. Mm-hmm. You don't know what works until you get it going. But I feel like one of the biggest reasons why... A lot of people didn't really accept them serious or take them serious. Mm-hmm. They would mix the comedic shit with the music shit. Yoda. You make these arrangements and then rap your heart out, telling the niggas your deepest, darkest secrets, yada, yada, yada. And then the next song, you got Jasper over here burping and farting on the next track. And I understand, like, you having fun with your friends, mm-hmm. but you can't live in both worlds. I don't feel like. So I think what they fucked up at, mm-hmm. or at least at that time, they didn't know how to separate these two entities. Because you can't do everything at the same time. True. I know this from experience. You cannot do everything at the same time. If they would have did the TV show when they were doing that shit so mm-hmm. they can have Taco Jasper or whatever doing the comedic shit. Even if you want to make joke rap songs, keep us separate from the real song that you're trying to make. I think that's what made them more palatable, though. That's what proved that they were kids to me. I'm telling you right now, bro. I remember playing certain songs for certain niggas. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm like, I can't get down with that shit. 
I agree. I agree. I'm saying, that doesn't so make it good, but it, to me, it made sense because you could have like a, you, my my thing is they don't have to be together. Mm. We're talking about the same industry, right? You said the panties. Yeah. Uh, most like deaf. Why? Why do you like that song? Because that the, the meaning of the fucking song, the, the somberness of the song. Serious. Yeah, it's serious. Heartfelt. Yoda. Sincere. Right. Mm-hmm. When you listen to that song, you think about him wearing that fit at the Dave Chappelle poetry gym, talking about. <coughs> Are y'all motherfuckers ready for some poetry? <laughs> Are you thinking about him wearing the the red sugar night suit? Talking so, about for uh, the racial draft? For the racial draft? Are you thinking about that? <laughs> nah, nah, because they're most. separate. Yeah, I feel that. That's what I'm saying. It, it's cool to be multifaceted and do all kinds of things, but you can't do them together because it's not gonna work. But then again, I can't even be mad at the nigga for that because nigga went the African bought some yellow cake. <laughs> Nigga had a napkin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Don't drop that shit here, nigga. Yeah, don't, don't, hey, hey, don't drop that don't shit. Don't drop that. I got shit, a special nigga. CIA napkin, nigga. <laughs> but you don't think about that when you listen to Umi says. Umi says. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. It makes sense to me because I think all that goofy shit was happening is because Tyler wanted to feel, as the leader, he felt that was their contribution to our future. So y'all niggas can't rap, but guess what? Jasper's going to take off his shirt and rub his belly against the microphone or some goofy shit like that. Like, this is your contribution to the collective known as our future. So I definitely agree, but I felt like these has been the homies since he was young. These niggas going to rap, but this is what they can do. Goofy shit. Well, I figure... For this tribute, we're going to break down what I appreciate from our future in the four aspects. Okay. Should I say the aspects now or just go through them? Let's go through them. All right. First, art style. You already know the fit. You're going to see some donuts. Boom. Some cats with the eyes cut out, the upside down crosses on the foreheads. Yoda. You saw the flyers. You saw the artwork on social medias, the wallpapers. The screensavers, all that shit was real 1990s street punk shit mixed mm-hmm. in with that creepy ass Angela Anaconda artwork type of shit. Yoda. Niggas was on the gram, niggas was on uh, Tumblr wearing the Vans, the straight leg Levi's. Niggas put on Supreme. Uh, they the reason why Supreme blew up. It's not no debate about it. Odd Future is the reason. Odd Future is the reason why Supreme is where it's at right now. 100%. The snapbacks and bait hoodies, they did both. They did the skater shit and they did the streetwear shit. And they were fly niggas. You feel what I'm saying? The first time, I think Frank Ocean was on Saturday Night Live. And he did, I want to say, Pink Matter. No, not Pink Matter. Um, Pyramids. And that nigga was wearing the bandana and the Supreme hockey jersey. Yeah. Come on. In my mind... There's nobody flying in this nigga, right? No matter what fit you put on yeah. together, there's nobody flying. fly flyer. at the time. At the time, there's nobody flying. Fly at the time, that made sense. Yeah. It made sense. Like, that was the aesthetic of the time. Crew necks with the shorts and the high socks. Mm-hmm. Niggas was mixing what Kid Cudi was doing, what the cool kids was doing, yep. mixing with the cult skater street shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas was rapping like Eminem with the horrorcore troll, homophobic bullshit. Yep. And everything was mixed in with... Pharrell's Gangsta Grills mixtape. Yo, duh. And most important beyond all this is that the brand was organic as fuck. Organic and authentic. At one point in time, if you go to the mall and walk by a Zoomies, that shit looked like an Odd Future gift shop, my nigga. Bro, it went from Panic at the Disco to Odd Future in about a week. Yeah. It went from every outfit being black and white to nigga, like, to quote Earl Sweatshirt, niggas was dressing like Easter baskets, man. Real shit. Like G shit. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's kind of crazy, bro. I never thought about that. Yeah. With the uh, pastel colors, mm-hmm. stripes, and and uh, uh, the graphics. The graphic tee. 
Tyler the Creator had I'm not gonna say grown men, but kids. No, grown men was doing it too. Yeah. Well, well, I would say grown kids wearing cats on their shirts, bro. Tie dye cats. Tie dye cats. Oh. Like, come on. Black kids. Black kids. Yeah. Tie dye cats. And they loved it. This they loved every second of it. This a killer. <laughs> yeah. That's it. This nigga's a killer. Got a tie dye cat on his shirt. Nigga got a fucking leopard uh, tall tee on, man. Yeah, with the matching socks. With the hoodie over, with the pullover hoodie over on the joint. Tucked in these vans. Yeah. And you see the donut belt buckle. And I will blow your fucking face in, man. He's big fine of this donut belt buckle. Niggas flipped the brand from going through the cats with the eyes cut out to the upside down crosses to a whole motherfucking festival, dog. Mm. A carnival. A carnival that I know for a fact that niggas are so glad nobody died at. That's wild when you think about it. Can't flog nog? Flog nog, niggas. Yeah. The flog, the flog, oh, how you say it? Flog nah. niggas boo Drake, bro. <laughs> Off the stage. The biggest artist of, the, of our generation. Get this nigga out of here. Get this nigga out of here. Get tomatoes at. <laughs> niggas treated Drake like a little mama, dog. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny to me? You know how you could tell watching some shit at 19 and not understanding shit and watching some shit at 30 and sort of understanding shit? I'm listening. As satanic as these niggas tried to be as teenagers, that shit was a lot of put on shit. Yeah, because I know a lot more niggas. I know a lot more. It such, was just, it was shocking at the it time was shock value. because you never saw nobody that looked like that Doing say that, that kind shit. of shit. But when I niggas say looked nothing. like how we was dressing, but we wasn't saying that kind of Boom. shit. That's what made it. If niggas was looking like the niggas that we knew were on that kind of shit. Boom. You know what I'm saying? But that's what it was. It was real surface level, dog. Yeah, niggas was on that shit, bro. Niggas was not worshiping the devil, It's kind of crazy. A lot of these niggas are hella, um, uh, holistic, what's the word? Holistic? Holistic. Holistic. And spiritual nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same ones putting the upside down crosses. Niggas doing the home to lives now yeah. and shit, man. The yeah. same one with their t shirts with the upside down crosses. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You see the crystals? <laughs> the album covers, bro, like we spoke yeah. on it early. You can tell an odd future album or project just for how they put shit together. From the, uh, de- the mellow hype album covers. Earl. Goblin yeah. from the uh, I can't is it Dina tape or Dina tape from Haji Beats? Never heard it. No, dude, but I know you never. I, I don't know her. <laughs> Have you seen the album cover? <laughs> never though? heard of it. Yeah, to, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's why me, I said like, that was one of the, the hardest Ange- album covers. The, the Angela Anaconda. That's mm-hmm. the black and white, the '60s, whatever. And then, Even the um the radical with the clown know. on that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Flower Boy, the way he bro, Flower Boy to me is still one of the best album covers in the last five years. Mm. When I first saw that album cover, I couldn't believe it. You saw the nigga in the field of flowers. The the feel of sunflowers, color graying, mm-hmm. the bees, the Ferrari with the with the wings up. That shit is fucking beautiful, bro. No real shit. If you look at it, outside of it being an album cover, mm-hmm. that picture in itself with the colors he used and how just visually satisfying it is, bro. That's literally art, man. And that was also the album cover that began the um. Even though we're talking to music, speaking of music later, that was. I'm covering that. Say, right, this is official Tyler rebrand. I'm kissing niggas. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, that's all mouth. I took. All I took, dog. Yeah, kissing niggas in the. Ah, right, you can. All right, bro. You can come through the. Uh, what was he banned from? Britain, right? Yeah, Australia. Australia. Ah, right, do you you, you? you you kissing niggas for real? How many? How many? How many niggas you kiss? Gotta, how many niggas you got to kiss <laughs> to get back, get, in get back in the country, boy? Because I do it. <laughs> so shout out to them niggas for flipping the uh, golf wing into mm-hmm. golf. An actual clothing line. Yoda. These niggas actually had a store in LA. The same strip where niggas getting chased out mm-hmm. and skating on shit. Niggas who had a, a own store, man. You know who pulled the most Joe Buttons fucked up the bag move? Mm-hmm. Vance. Them nigga, all them niggas. Oh yeah, he do got to deal with Converse. The Converse. But who did he go to first? 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's Three right. Of Vans Fanning, yeah, yeah, Van tweaking with that one. They tweaking with that. Yeah. And now look at I think that blew up converse. So when I did my Googles, it's like they added like, yeah, it was like, like buy one, 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 buy five one billion. more banana staying business, yeah. nigga. One point five. That's still one of my favorite yeah, ads. It's the uh, greatest ad. <laughs> You gotta that find nigga, that shit. But that nigga coming out of the corner store talking about, yeah, you can cop you four bananas for 75 cents, but if you call up the fifth banana, that's like getting six bananas. bananas for free. So you gotta buy one more banana to stay in business. <laughs> <laughs> Two bananas for one dollar, one for 60 cents. You down 10 if you don't get the two. If you get the two, you save 10. You do that six times, you got a whole new banana just for staying in business. But what if you only want one banana? So you gonna spend three bucks and that's only five bananas. Is you dumb? That is you dumb? That. And that's what I mean right there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. You can be funny as fuck, but you actually like, you're making it make sense, not just yeah. fucking buffoonery and shit. Nice. I'm all for like, you know me, I like joking, I like saying wild, silly shit, mm-hmm. but I'm not a, I'm not a jester, I'm not to take it for you're joke. You're not gonna laugh at me, nigga. You're saying, laugh with me, but you're not gonna no fucking life. laugh at me. And I feel like that was a problem with a lot of the um, early, our future shit, yeah, These niggas had goat smacking women, dog, in a commercial. And speaking of commercials, let's talk about this funny ass nigga Drake, man. Uh-huh. This nigga Drake walked into the Our Future store, saw them donuts on that wallpaper, and started posing like a waste man, man. Fuck wrong with that nigga, man. <laughs> Please explain that to me. Drake standing there, posing like a waste man, toothpick in his fucking mouth. Who the fuck you think he is? John Gotti, man? <laughs> huh? This whitey, bulger, head ass, Jewish mobster, spaghetti, yeti ass little nigga, man. If, fuck wrong with Drake, man. I want, no, you're standing in front of donuts, bro. You're not uptown in Harlem. Hey, bro. Relax. It's our, it's our future, man. Our future fucking what? There's I'm donuts behind you, bro. I'm I Poppy. Should have swallowed that toothpick, nigga. I'm the I Poppy. Yeah, all right. Let's talk about production. At the time, the first bit of production I ever heard from Odd Future was Yonkers. The beat itself is unnerving when you think about it. It's not a melodious beat. It's fucking weird. It's loud. It's it's you hear the scratching. It's chilling. It's yeah. climactic. There's a few songs I wish Tyler would have rapped normal. Yeah. That's one of them. But it, Cause the Yonkers beat does go. But yeah, it does. And yeah. at the time I've never heard anything like that. You go into their production. I can't say that. Not nothing like that. It's Pharrell. But that dark? Nigga. Pharrell wasn't sunshines and rainbows yet. That's what I remember at the time. Nah, nigga. I did. I still don't remember a beat that unnerving because even Pharrell had melodious giants to a shit. Like, I'm not saying it's just like Pharrell, but it is Pharrell. It was Pharrell inspired? For sure. Yeah, I know that. On, I know man. that. I know. Yeah. But like, when you listen. Talking about the same Pharrell that makes Strung Out for Family. Family. Yeah. The shit that even made me interested in Tyler to begin with. That ain't no Rapping sunshines over. and rainbows. That's true. The thing about Tyler, like, when you think about a song like Who That Boy, mm-hmm. just as unnerving and. The boy is really good from a production standpoint, build up. You know. Starting from the ground level and have that motherfucker swell up. That nigga is really good for that shit. Putting the layers in. All the goofy shit aside, I really like when these niggas rap. That's what initially brought me in mm. to even fucking with our future. Outside of the antics, outside of the hype, it's the raps and the beats, my nigga. It's what I'm familiar with. Yoda. These niggas were Chuck English. Inspired, bro. These niggas were Pharrell inspired. You can hear it in the instrumentation. You can hear it in the piano notes and all of that shit. That they Tyler and Left Brain made some good ass beats. These little dingy ass niggas was making beats, recording the Sid's crib, 
and wearing their influences out in the open, bro. And of like when you look at odd future niggas, when you look at the Yo. whole collective, a lot of them niggas aren't active currently, like where they are now. But you look at Left Brain. Left Brain is still making beats. You look at Tyler, of course, you know Tyler's still making beats. I'm still surprised, like, you mentioned who that boy. Wasn't that, like, supposed to be a schoolboy Q track? I want to say, yeah. Some, some shit like that. That's crazy. Can you imagine if Quincy got on that beat? Hell yeah, I still want to hear that I shit. I still want to hear that shit, too. But the production was crazy. Um, they knew what the fuck they were doing. When I first heard Earl... Not Earl Sweatshirt, the rapper, the song Earl. When I first heard that shit and Earl come in, I'm a hot bothered astronaut. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm like 19, 20, dog. And I'm like, what is a 16-year-old nigga saying? Uh, but that shit slid. Yeah. It fucking slid, dog. All these syllables, one after another, stacked and stacked and stacked and stacked and stacked. And it made sense. It was good. First time I heard She, bro. Another song I wish he would have rapped a little more normal on. Because She is a great-ass song, man. It's 2011. Twy is calling me saying, bro, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? And I'm like, what you mean? And so Which bitch was this at the time? It's probably, it was probably 2011, probably Tay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, as he's driving home, as he's driving home from a night and he's saying, bro, I just played she for shorty trying to set the mood and shorty tweaking. Once we're open so we can see you in the dark when you sleep. And that's how... And that's how you know how nutty we was. I'm screaming, what the that bitch don't, that bitch don't know about romance? Man, that shit's <laughs> goals, man. Golden Bro, rebels in my like, that shit hard, man. Outside of the goofy shit. Mm. That song is great, man. As a nigga that's right now relearning how to play the piano, yeah. this nigga Tyler loves his chords. Mm. That's a big thing when it comes to his beats. And you can hear it now, night. Now you can hear some shit. And you can tell, like, the Snow Allegra song that she put out a couple months ago. You can hear this shit. You can hear his style and how he uses his chords and the progression throughout the track, bro. I'm saying, like, for him to be that young and as goofy and immature and idiotic for Tyler to act. A troll. That nigga. A major troll. A musical genius, bro. Mm -hmm. Can we talk? And it's not a, you know me, I don't throw the word genius around a lot. Mm-hmm. For him to be doing all that and did it consistently for the last 10, 11 years mm-hmm. in different arenas and a variety of different ways of production, doing from soundtracks, mixtapes, Grammy-nominated shit, Tyler is a musical genius, man. You know what um, upsets me? Like, even though Mike G is, like I've stated before, my, my least favorite rapper on Our Future, I felt like the mellow high shit was really a waste of time, too, because... Less Brizzle's production, immaculate, but to me, Haji rarely rapped about anything. It was just a lot of rhymes together. A lot of rhymes, a lot of shock value, a lot of rhymes, a lot of shock value, but what are you saying? I wish uh, Earl wasn't locked up or sent to Samoa by his mom or some shit. Can you imagine Left Brizzle and Earl as a duo, like Mellow Earl or some shit? Can you yeah. imagine some shit like Earl getting on those breeds that Left Brain was, um, that um, Haji was getting at the time? For sure. That shit would have been crazy. I felt like, um, to me, Earl's influence on our future was like like PD's influence on state property, dog. One of my favorite niggas, but I got the least from him, and it upset me. You know, it's funny. I was listening to Volume 2, mm-hmm. preparing for this episode, the OF tape Volume 2. Mm-hmm. I think Earl got one verse. One verse at oh, the end, right? Oldie. And then I'm listening to it, and I kind of... Got the same vibe, like when Meth said once ODB was gone, mm-hmm. it killed the energy in the group. You think when Earl was gone? Hell yeah. It, it, it Hell yeah. Derailed a lot of these niggas. Well, I think that's a big reason why 
it was the beginning and the end because Earl wasn't there. And once he got back, niggas started distancing himself from shit. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah. And you see it in the tweets because when Earl got back, think about it. Earl got back. Earl's was working on this first Nigga, thing. it was a nationwide campaign trying to find this Find this nigga. Just find out this nigga yeah. posted a picture of my Samoa surrounded by Samoa kids, dog. <laughs> yeah, piped but, up. Nigga. Was it Chum or was it Hive? That was Earl's first uh, John when he got back. I can't even remember, man. But I remember, I think it was Chum. Something sent us. And I remember, like, we us listening to it and saying, yeah, this nigga grew up. I don't know what the fuck happened, but this nigga is not rapping about the same bullshit no more. This nigga grew the fuck up. Tell me why he grew up, which goes into my next aspect. Forms of expression. I guess the influences around him changed, man. He's away, so he's not surrounded by the niggas that he grew up with, for real. So you're seeing a lot of this monkey shit, probably watching your niggas, how do I say this, watching your niggas go commercial, but realizing how the spirit would be different if you was there, because this is the shit you dreamed of, but what are you guys doing with it, for real? Like, you got all these niggas in our future, you got everybody doing their thing, for real, but shit is different. It's like, you're not a family anymore. You feel me? Like... And as he's seeing this, he's realizing, like, all right, if these niggas could drift apart like this and go their separate lanes, when I get back with these niggas, what am I going to do? You got to grow the fuck up, man. You got to realize when shit is, shit ain't the same no more, man. You got to realize, all right, I'm back on the block. Niggas not on the block like when we was kids no more. One of the biggest parts of our future, I feel like, that really related to a lot of folks was all the different forms of expression. Mm. Niggas was mad, emotional as fuck. Niggas was confused. Emotional as fuck. Mm. Niggas was loud as hell. Think about the first time we really saw Tyler on TV Mm. and this nigga jumped on Jimmy Jimmy Fallon's back. Jimmy Fallon's back. And put that on Jimmy Kimmel's. (laughs) So going back to Earl, that's why I want you to lead in with that. I've always felt like even Earl was the youngest. He had the most depth when it comes to personality. Mm. Because Earl was dealing with real shit too, but he wasn't crying about it or being angsty about it like Tyler was. He was really trying to figure out his emotions. And even to this day, the nigga, you know, he lost his father. He lost his grandmother. All this wild shit happened. And you can feel him being introspective and retrospective instead of you just complaining. About shit that's going on. Right. Especially when and he was doing that when he was a jit, trying, literally just trying to figure out the world around him. He was doing intro, immature shit and the oh, shock value was, shit. But he was a kid. Yeah, but you really think about a lot of things that he was saying, man. Like, he had depth to him. Mm-hmm. He had a great form of expression and really showed the kind of nigga he was when once he did come back the raps was different and it was, it was more prolific prolific and retrospective and when a nigga fell into depression you felt the shit and it was transparent and the nigga let you know how he felt and what the fuck he was gonna do about it whether he was gonna do something or he wasn't gonna do something another group that had that same mindset was Matt Martian said and then I forgot the name of uh, Steve Lacey. And then who, who's the percussionist? I forgot his name. I forgot his name. But when the internet all came together as a collective and realized like, yo, we can do this odd future shit, but that's not really the lane we're in. And when they got together and they formed the internet collective, which I found out came from a joke because they was making fun of left, uh, left brain save from the internet. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, that's kind of tough. Yeah, I remember, I remember that shit when it happened. Yeah. That shit was kind of tough. And they formed their group and you see Sid, the, well, Sid, well, she's Sid now, but you see Sid, the kid's name. Because of the name, you you expect to hear a certain type of music from them. So when they came out with Purple Lake and Ladies, and you're like, whoa, this is some real wavy ass shit. 
Shorty's actually has a, a great singing voice, which has only gotten better throughout the time. You can hear the improvement and shit like that. And like I said, you're not expecting that from these niggas. And these niggas straight away from that lane, they find their own lane and they actually did something. I wish that energy was with the rest of these our future niggas. I wish these niggas found their lane and say, you know what? Let me focus on this right now. But unfortunately, that that wherewithal, that drive wasn't in all these niggas. One thing about getting caught up in some shit, especially when you strike gold, mm-hmm. it's hard to leave what gets you hot. Saying it's hard to leave the behavior that gets you hot. I remember when uh, these fr- these niggas first bubbled up. Mm-hmm. Everybody was running through their YouTube. G shit. And their YouTube was it was just jackass and them CKY videos with black kids doing rap shit. Yoda. I remember niggas dissing our future, saying this, that, and the third. But I always respected it because regardless of what they do, it's still black culture. Because I seen it. First hand by the skaters around Atlanta and shit. And like I was saying before, you feel like an outcast one year and then the next year, everything that you're doing is cool now. So what I'm saying, what are you supposed to do? I think Earl said it best. He said, can you imagine we blew up off the rough draft? Like we had no plan, no branding. Like we just dropped the prototype and the prototype is what blew the fuck up. So the prototype was the branding. Yeah. That's like, can you imagine like running Triz blowing up off the third episode? The direction of the show yeah, would be completely yeah, insane. The, the direction of the show would have been completely different. It would have been a shit show. A, shit a, show a little train wreck. Yeah. For exactly. <laughs> blowing, up, blowing up off the prototype. Like, oh, shit, man. Well, the prototype that they built off was spiraled into their own TV show, bro. Niggas Lord came out with their own TV show, Lord of Squad. That shit was a mix between Jackass and Chappelle show. Exactly. With a little bit of Andy Melanakis in it. But Lord of Squad was funny, man. You gonna give me a birthday bro, gift? a cocaine car, man. Bro. I want my money, nigga. I want my money, nigga. <laughs> Slap that nigga. <laughs> Slap that nigga in a coffin. What? I Earl, want my I want my Moesha DVD. <laughs> Earl sweatshirt and that vest with the Beijing beard and the ball cap. Still one of the greatest pieces of cinematic history I've yeah, ever seen in my life. Fact, right. Freddie Gibbs slapping all our future niggas with one slap. Yo, I, uh, Freddie Gibbs smacking eight niggas, niggas at, at one time. <laughs> Thurnus Haley, the golf nigga. <laughs> a skit turned Wolfgang into Golf Wang into yeah. a billion dollar international name brand. I don't know about billion, but Multi-million. yeah. Multi-million. For sure. Maybe the white kids will make anything. I don't, I don't know if it's a billion though, I but go ahead. I think it's a billion. Nah, I don't think so, I but think go ahead. I think it's a billion. <laughs> I don't think Tyler Craig is a billionaire, but go ahead. I man. guarantee he's close. But nah, like seriously, a skit that blows something up, bro. All the bullshit that we be doing on this podcast, for real. All the, all the quick skits and all the quick jokes, bro. Tyler Craig was playing an old digger in a polo shirt. Throwing golf balls into washing machines. Yeah, golf way. The young nigga skits. I used to love that shit when he um, did the oh. cribs. That nigga took off his glasses to show he had glasses oh, underneath and shit. <laughs> and then when the cameraman was walking in the crib, he said, "Hey, make sure you blow out my sneakers. I got the Easy Thirteen song, and they ain't come out yet." <laughs> and shit like that, man. It's like young nigga, dog. Young nigga, man. And I actually, a rapper named Young, young nigga. nigga. I can hear somebody being young nigga right now, sure, bro. That shit is funny, dog. Music videos. I remember the first time I saw Earl. Still to this day, one of my favorite music videos of all time, dog. And if I was Ma Dukes, I would have set his ass away, too. Yeah, after watching that bullshit. These niggas came, a, a gang of teenagers coming to my house, and they proceeded to throw two different types of cough medicine, some herb, some Vicodin pills, and I, um, I forgot what else, and crushing into a smoothie, and everybody drank it. 
Then you got this nigga eating lunch with his family, with his homeboys, and start losing teeth, dog. Yeah, bleeding out his nipples and shit, man. Taco lifted up his shirt, blood <laughs> dripping from both nipples, dog. But when I saw that, when I saw Jim bleeding from his nipples, I said, yeah, these niggas is different. Man. I watched that shit in 1920, and that shit made me physically sick. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, the it's she video... French, mm-hmm. Yonkers, Who That Boy. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw the cocaine video on the internet. Mm-hmm. Is that the... Great forms of expression when they're at the carnival. At the carnival? Yeah, great forms of expression. These niggas knew, these niggas knew how to capture the visual aspect as well as what they were doing in the music, man. Bro. And that's not something that's easy. Straight up and down. For sure. It's kind of hard to... Capture your essence and still be authentic with it without wilding out. Now you can tell when they sort of jump the shark when you watch the Rella video. That's exactly what I was saying before as far as you're putting all your eggs in one basket and it's not going good. Man. Y'all niggas is doing too much. I watched and Dom- it, it got corny. I watched Damo Genesis in that video, slap a black shorty and she came back Asian. Tyler that the, is that video, yeah. Yeah, Tyler the Creator was a centaur who snorted about half a key of coke before rapping. It's doing too much, man. Doing way too much, man. But then again, this debut video, this nigga hug himself. <laughs> Feet dangling. And Kanye tweeted that shit. Social media influencers. At the early ages of IG, niggas are still trying to figure out who the fuck they are, how to portray themselves on IG. Niggas was putting upside down crosses on all this shit for real. Felicia the Goat was Tyler, the creator's literal like, Instagram jobs. In 20, what, 2012, 2013? Some shit. Come on, everybody. These niggas was going around Cursing everybody the fuck out on Twitter, letting let letting all the f bombs for 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 homosexuals go on Twitter, not giving a fuck. Like the influence was there. They were tweeting their age for real. <laughs> it was a whole bunch of young bulls who got money who wild the fuck out, and people were following suit. Man, a lot of people had Wolfgang kill them all in their bio somewhere. That's a fact. You had a lot of people not giving a fuck why because Tyler told me to do it, dog. Tyler told me I should give a fuck. I'm a unicorn. I'm a, u- <laughs> <laughs> I'm a unicorn. <laughs> you can't even talk about our future while talking about Tumblr, man. Bruh. Tumblr, the wallpapers, the hipster bitches wearing American Apparel, the skate videos. Mm-hmm. Niggas did what? Pharrell did with the ice cream shit and made it way more weird and emotional. Yo, that. Niggas live to be edgy. Mm-hmm. Niggas was going to war with Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Niggas that. was going to war with Keenan Thompson. Yeah. It still fucked Cron Butler, bro. <laughs> and that's what it was, bro. Like, it, it is what it is, dog. All that fake, cool, artsy shit with the pictures, pissing people off. Niggas wearing the Diamond Supply hoodies with the green ski mask. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what niggas was doing on social media. That's what it was, bro. Niggas overnight had an obsession with California. All your wa- wallpapers on your phones, a palm tree. You never seen a palm tree in your life. life. And let's not even um, get into the Frank Ocean obsession. When Frank Ocean dropped the album cover for Nostalgia Ultra... Now, now all of a sudden everybody doing photo shoots with their whips. Bruh. Come on. I'm not goofy, bro. Remember the uh the panda mask? Bruh, the panda sk- was that what video was that? Was that she? I wanna say it was swim good. Swim good. Yeah. That was swim good. That nigga was wearing Jordan 3's a, a monk robe. <laughs> <laughs> a monk robe, a sam a samurai sword, and a and a, a panda mask, nigga. I'm about to drive it to the ocean, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that was the aesthetic, bro. Like, and, and you just said a word that a lot of motherfuckers learned in 2012. Aesthetic. Aesthetic. Yeah, Niggas true. was talking shit. Bitches was talking shit. And everybody was trying to get on social media to look cool mm-hmm. for aesthetic. 
Damn. That's all it was, man. It really, like, for real, for real. That was a wild time. We need to have a wildest tweet tweet off between ASAP Yams that same year and Tyler the Creator. Oh, yeah. Yams t- uh, winning. Yams? Yeah, I think. Nah, Tyler winning. You think the so? The wildest tweet? Wildest tweets. Yeah. The boldest tweet, Paul and Yams, but the wildest tweet, Tyler, bro. I still remember the day that Earl sent out that tweet getting at the incels talking about why the fuck y'all niggas 27 years old still looking like high school juniors or some shit. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I have no sympathies for, for male virgins. Male virgins. Still holding on to this shit. Let it go. After, Grow the fuck up. Yeah. It's true. It's the truth, though. Yeah, bro. Golf fling is over. Let, Let it go, go, bro. <laughs> Let the donut socks go. You're 28 years old, my nigga. Those tweets were so polarizing. Tyler, the first time I've ever seen Tyler create a backtrack on the internet, he had to go on there and sort of apologize and then say, yo, the elephant, like, that was a big-ass elephant. Our future's done. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> You know how wild niggas must have been going for Tyler the Creator to sort of backtrack yeah. and do damage Bruh, I was on the timelines. Tyler the Creator to do damage control. Does yeah. that even make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Tyler the Creator doing damage control yeah. because Earl wouldn't tell the fucking truth. Yo, stop. <laughs> Y'all niggas, man. Stop fucking partying. Yeah. <laughs> stop fucking partying, bro. And the words of Beanie C gonna stay property too. Stop fucking partying. Uh, and that's. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit But looking back Our future inspired A lot of niggas To be creative However they could find it I know a lot of niggas Personally that got into Graphic design Because of our future I know niggas That became video directors And photographers Because of our future Truth Niggas that started Working in fashion Started clothing lines mm-hmm. Graphic tees Hoodies Because of our future You know what I'm saying A lot of creativity On social media Was, was because of their brand a lot of niggas lost their faith because of our future too. A lot of niggas gained it back. Yo, nah. I'm uh-huh. not gonna say because of our future though. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's because of life. No, ain't no telling, man. <laughs> Sometimes you got straight away to come back to the light. Amen. That's all part of the culture that we live in, man. A bunch of shit for brain, ignorant and emotional little fucks, man. And yeah. they built an entire empire. Straight like that. You got any reminders for the folks? I just got one reminder. Earl Sweatshirt set on Stapleton, product of pop rubbers and pops that didn't love us. When I leave home, I keep my heart on top of the cupboard, so I will not stutter when I'm shouting, fuck you. And that's a reminder, don't do nothing that niggas want you to do, claiming like, yo, you got to, you know, that's family and shit like that. Fuck that, if family wasn't looking out for me, why should I look out for them? If it was really family, you wouldn't have to ask, you would just tell me. Yo, done. Real fucking so shit. So I won't stutter. I got some minors and they go in this order. Damo Genesis said, until the angels come, hope you ain't thinking we believe in the things you tell us. This is a reminder that these niggas boo-boo, <coughs> A.T., turn down, thirsty, niggas shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. Yeah, all right, bro, I know. I know, man. I know you know who else in them folks. I know you was in a spot with little mans and them. Mm-hmm. I know you can do such and such for us. I know you come because down. you love the podcast. Yeah. Right, 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 right. I know, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get back up with you, dog. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We, hey, you can get my number from Jock, bro. We can build yeah. later. You know what I'm saying we're gonna build. We're gonna build. Yeah, we're for gonna sure, link. man. We're we gonna link. We're gonna link. We're gonna link and build. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Next, Frank Ocean said on Siegfried, "I'm not brave." <laughs> This is a reminder 
to not confuse bravery with resilience. Resilience is when a nigga is able to recover quickly from difficult conditions. Mm-hmm. To be to be brave is when a nigga is ready to face and endure danger or pain. <laughs> Fuck all that shit. I don't want to. I don't want to endure nothing. Leave me alone. I got enough pain in my heart to last me till twenty twenty five. I don't need no more. I'm not brave. <laughs> I ain't brave, man. Leave me alone. I'm tired of bouncing back for shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> I want to stay where I'm at. Yeah, don't come in the room saying, yo, stay strong. Tired. I will be strong, though, boy. Last but not least, Haji B said on Circus, she wearing all that spandex like Sherman. This is a reminder in the same way. Sometimes you need to be Martin. Sometimes you need to be Malcolm. Sometimes you need to be Sherman Clump. <laughs> And sometimes you need to be buddy love. Yo, Because life will come at you fast. You need to adapt and learn how to maneuver. Change will come no matter what. So always remember where you came from. Because in the words of Papa Clunk, you can sew your stomach up and your asshole, but you'll always be fat. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. And you niggas, it's okay to cry because you ain't as hard as you think you are. It's been episode 140, Running Triz, a tribute to our future. And you see me now on the block, protect your motherfucking neck. You wanna know why? Cause use it, use it, use it, use it.